Oh my God, this year is going by so fast. So do not wait a moment longer to level up your life and your small business and set your year up for success. Get ahead of the competition by using stamps.com to mail and ship. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. We love stamps.com. We've been using it for years. Plus postage rates just increased again. Luckily, Stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry with rates you literally can't find anywhere else, like up to 84% off USPS and UPS. On top of it all, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. Set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up at Stamps.com slash MomDad for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com slash MomDad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. Uh, it's your, your mom and dad. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good evening. I am coming in right now. I am feeling mm. so rejuvenated because oh. I am back from a girl's trip that I talked about last yes. week and I am feeling so good. Mm-hmm. How is everyone else feeling today? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty, Pretty good. good. I'm feeling great. Had a good weekend with Ember. Yes, you did. We went on a two and a half mile hike. Before school. Or not, maybe not two and a half miles, two and a half hour hike. Two and a half hour how, hike. How, oh, how wow. quick. Before, Before school. school. Wow, that might be more than uh, like two miles. We went on a we 15 yeah, mile we, hike. I took my seven year old. I was dragging and she her. She did it. <laughs> no, she was like so pumped. She was like, I want to get up super early before school and go on this yeah. hike. So I was like, okay. And I got her up and she was like, what is the time? And then I took her and she killed it. And you got to school a little bit late and she was late. so proud that she yeah. got the late drop off. Yeah, because when you go to school and you get to tell everyone why you were late, it's like, well, that's cool. You like you're yeah. it's such you're, a powerful flex when you're young or if like your parents take you uh, over the lunch period to get McDonald's or oh something. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm a god now. <laughs> I guess you can all worship me. Yeah, Here's my idol while I'm gone. But no, I am How feeling, I mean, I had so much fun. Yeah. I First of all, I went to go see Katie Thurston's stand-up show, yeah. which was so good. We're going to get into it a little bit later because someone who uh, performs some stand-up there Ooh. is going to be our guest here in a few minutes. Oh, We're going to get into it. I am so excited. But the show, if you have an opportunity to see Katie Thurston live, you know we love her, yeah. but I've never seen her stand-up before. It was so much fun. There were so many fun elements. She was yeah. hilarious. The room was buzzing. There were just Bachelor fans galore. I got to meet so many people. It was just electric. Yeah, well, we, That could be scary. Like, What if she was bad? It's true. You know what I mean? And like you go in to see your friend and they're bad. Like you go see your friend play music and you're like, oh, he's got to come to my show. And then you show up and you're like. And then it's the opposite <laughs> when then you go in and your friend absolutely destroys yes. and so crushes. I mean, and you're like, so yes, she's good yes, at this. Yes, because yes. my God, that's amazing. Yeah. There's nothing better than showing up and then your friend kills it. And you're like, yeah, oh, and you're like, yes. oh it's so good. Yeah. But that was so much fun. And then after that, we hung around for a few days. Um, me and my bestie, yes. uh, Katie, uh, the other Katie who doesn't have an Instagram. Yes. So shout out Instagram 
Instagramless Katie. Um, and we met up with <laughs> Katie, Katie Thurston. We went out. I still am feeling a little hungover, but yes. it was a great time. But I'm feeling rejuvenated. And then on top of that, yeah. um, a few days before, my sister came up and helped me do some serious work on the room. You guys. Oh, you guys. Everybody, is... I, I thank you for holding me accountable. Yeah. Now, granted, it's not done by any means, but... You can see the floor. You can see the floor. Yeah. Wow. You can see the floor of my room. Yes, guys. This was <laughs> I'm huge. so proud. Thank you, sister. This was huge. I mean, <clears throat> we all know that this has been a campaign for the family for a while. Yeah. To get into, you. you know, and I knew we needed outside help. We really did. I was I needed too close. To, you know, mm -hmm. I couldn't, you know, when you're just too close, you can't be the one that says, Hey, you need to, you need to change your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so I brought in some outside help. I knew the sister. The sister was is very detail oriented and very cleanly. So I knew, okay, she might be the one that could crack through. And they worked on it for a full day, like eight hours. Yeah, probably more than that. Right. And Straight, no breaks. <clears throat> we can see the floor now. We can see the floor. <laughs> we can see the floor now. We're not done, but it is in a great place. It's in a great place. Now the question is, will the floor remain? But I'm going to do my very no, 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 best. No, 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 no. It is remaining. <laughs> and this is not a do your best. This We have to keep it this way. We cannot. Guys, and I'll be honest, well, let's be super honest. There is a little leakage into the hall right now. Okay, you know what? We little, don't have to talk about that. It's a little concerning. Let's not go that far in admitting the truth of the matter. <laughs> Has the leakage, even though, because I'm now trying to keep the floor clean. So now the leakage is starting. It's, she's like, instead of putting it in the room, I'll just put it in the hall. Soon our living room just becomes the room. It's just going to become. You can't see the floor. I'm just like, well, at least the room's semi clean. Yeah, the, yeah, no, the yeah. room will be absolutely pristine, and the rest of the house is just destroyed. But I want to give you your flowers here and just Thank say that love. I am very proud Thank of you because I know there was like there was some sort of monument in your brain about doing this, and you went in and you tackled it, and you know. I get it when there's Thank like a you. thing that kind of holds this like. Thank you. I did it and then I, I took my, my girls trip. It felt honestly kind of just like a reward <laughs> at the end of it. Good. That's what I gave myself. <laughs> and it was wonderful. Yeah, she, like, I like the idea of she's like, she's like, I'm doing the room on this day. So I need to book a three day trip <laughs> because I need to reward myself for the trip. That'd be hilarious if that was actually what went down. But Well, that's um, going to start happening. But I'm proud of you. Thank I just want to let you know. Thank and you I feel much. like we as a couple now have just there's new heights I've yes. seen a, a brightening in your eyes we've really we've really conquered that it's almost know? like you've just kind of come forward with like a big secret that you finally mm -hmm. just cleansed yourself of and I'm, mm -hmm. I want to let you know I'm proud of you thank you so much We're and thank you it. to the family for an, all the encouraging messages yes. to really push me through yes. it really is what pushed it over the edge for me yes so anywho um okay last night's episode I am very excited mm -hmm. to have this guest that we have coming on to discuss last night's episode yes. because what in the world? There were so many new elements that we've never seen on this show before. I felt like we got half of an episode. Yes. I want to get into it. I feel frustrated about things. I feel confused. I have so many thoughts. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive into that. And also other Bachelor Nation stuff because yeah. this individual is an absolute expert. An absolute expert. An absolute expert and hilarious. But before we bring him in, yeah. we need to take a quick pause. Okay, let's do it. So, family, apparently the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Uh, think about that just for two seconds. I'm guilty of much more than that, most of which I forgot about, and that's a money waste. If you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. With Rocket Money... 
With Rocket Money, you can quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. Rocket Money helped me realize that like, I have been paying for things since like college. I was like, oh, I still am yeah. subscribed to that. Unbelievable. We Unbelievable. love Rocket Money. Uh, it saved us both a ton of money. Rock, Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spendings, and uh, helps lower your bills all in one place. And Rocket Money makes it so easy for me to get rid of those subscriptions I forgot about, like the app that turns me into a puppy. I loved it, but yes. I don't need it year round, you know? So thank you, Rocket Money. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. Boom, done. It's that simple. And by the way, over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. I know for me personally, it saved me around $1,000 a year. It's huge. It's huge. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash momdad. That's rocketmoney.com slash mom dad rocket money.com slash mom dad so we should so should we just dive right <laughs> listen i'm still coming off of the trip my brain's still a little mushy okay there was a lot of vodka um should we just bring our guest right in let's do I this we should. well we are officially here with Stand-up comedian extraordinaire, mm-hmm. the host of the YouTube acclaimed Bachelor Nation News and host of podcast Bachelor Rush Hour, our King Dave Neal. Hey, uh, <laughs> the king of search engine optimization. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to name my kid Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. I could see it happening. We're in LA, you know? I mean, you know what? However you make more coin, to yeah, be honest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bachelor and Bachelorette. That's their names. Yeah. <laughs> We're busy, but I am so glad to be here. I feel like I'm in like Steve Jobs, you know, like uh, garage before he, you know what I mean? Like this uh, is like, yes. oh, this is punk rock. Welcome uh, to our garage. That's the thing about the it. I'm like, you might see what it looks like on the screen, but behind it, it is just Trash. like, it's just <laughs> cords Cables. everywhere. The back of our house. And like studio porn, when I see a new, oh, yeah. even if it's, I don't like it. I like to check it out. Like with Nick Viles, it's new and it's a work in progress, but I'm like, he's got candles and a rug. Like yeah. he's just like looking oh, at yeah. it. Yeah. Zooming no. in on things like yeah. what? <laughs> that studio looks a sleek. This is a little this is more. This a Van Nuys porn this studio. Is, we're rock and roll, yeah. Dave. Well, first time I purchased a shirt for a for a podcast. Oh, and you so look. Cool. If you're not watching the YouTube, you should be because Dave, you're looking sharp. Yeah, you got the full vintage vibes I even of put your some mom and dad. Hair. I've got Wonder Years hair today. You've got the swoop. It's looking fire. <laughs> it's <laughs> looking fire. I, <laughs> I was just talking before you came on about how. This last week, I went to Katie Thurston's show, the comedy show that was fantastic, and you were on that show, and you were amazing. Thank you. It was so good. I just enjoyed every single second of it. I was texting Evan afterwards, and I'm like, damn, they crushed. Your comedy was incredible. Appreciate that. And then the Q&A, they added a fun Q&A at the end. Delivered some tea. There, there, I wish I interjected more because I was like, for sure, this is going to be on TMZ. But so far, nobody's leaked any recordings. Although I'll tell you this, not to be like shamelessly promote, but I did add a part of the Q&A to today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast. Oh, really? I did. Just an innocent one about how she how she dumped Blake Moynes. But there were so many aspects that I'll say this. The part that I finally had to say no was when an audience member asked which of her bachelor alumni boyfriends had the bigger penis i said we're done we're done this is, <laughs> I will not be attached this to this is the q and a this is how spicy the q and a got 
God. Doc, you're just like, I was like, I was like, we're done. I was like, it's Blake, but we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear this, answer the question, but we are done. And Katie texted me yesterday and she's like, so we're not going to air the Q&A, right? I was like, no, I'll share everything with her first, but I think it'll be fun to air it fully censored. Just bleep Just bleep galore. out. Yeah. Bleep out certain names. Bleep yeah. out certain. I mean, yeah. because it was like, like I had told you, I'm going to a comedy show. I'm so excited. Oh. You both crush. And then this is this like gift at the end. And the room is packed with Bachelor fans. And the questions that everyone was delivering were so spicy. And then like just you guys were just putting well, it all out I there. It was everything. I told you this and I'll tell you on air. I was most worried about bombing in front of you. I wasn't going to do your podcast if I bombed. I'm not going to come here and, and you'd be like, so stand up. How's the thing going? You know, no, not going to happen. Well, right before you got here, I even said, I said, Getting invited to a friend's anything where they're performing anything is always terrifying. Yeah. Like even if it's a musician and you're like, those songs suck. <laughs> the voice sucks. And what you're having to go, great job afterwards. So when yeah. your friend bombs in front of you, it's brutal. But when your friend kills in front of you, you're like, you're like thank God. Well, the, amount of the amount of variables in stand-up are yeah. wild. And now you take a specific audience. So yes. I hosted uh, or did stand-up at an event that Hannah Brown, at a private Hannah Brown event, Two okay. years ago and bombed. You bombed. Bombed. Really? <laughs> yes. I, did, I had to do 30 minutes and I, That's a lot. I was six minutes in sweating. <laughs> you knew it was Jacket's got to come off. I was getting heckled. And then afterwards, the bounce, oh, the bounce, you always can tell from the bouncers because they're always comedians too. It was at the Hollywood Improv. It was at like noon on a Sunday. Oh, and it was at the Improv brutal. too. So you're like in yeah. royal. This is like a proper. I was the only comic. It was that. Then bring out Hannah. I crushed her intro. You know, I just crushed it because yeah. she's got a good intro. And then someone else interviewed her. And then I ran the Q&A with her but the crowd looked and this is how Katie's crowd probably differs is that the crowd looked like they were just waiting till they could get a photo with Hannah Brown yeah that's oh, what the crowd okay. felt like to me they were like shut they up had their, like, books, and I'm like dating's weird and I just start going into jokes and they're like who the hell is this guy right I could I tell you what if I had to do five minutes it was five minutes too many and I think I ended up bowing out at 27 oh my <laughs> that's god that's also like doing you know comedy at like a, a restaurant where it's like I came here to eat Surprise, I didn't come here to laugh. Comedy, yeah. So you better be like so good that I'm like jarred out of my moment. If you're going just to like watch someone be interviewed and then you're getting, you're getting hit with comedy, you got to be like five times better than you yeah. even normally are because you have to grab people out of that moment. Yeah. Especially uh, my wife was there and I don't, I've bombed in front of her, but like sometimes when she's not in the room, I can like bring out the extra fastball, yeah. you know, shit on her a little bit, whatever. Yeah, right, 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 she's right, right. She does not care about. Yeah. She's all about like, Hey, you get laughs, go for it. Of no course. But, but when she's in the room, it feels a little But different. having performed, having performed in front of that Hannah Brown crowd, I was like, Oh, Katie's crowd better bring it. And luckily a lot of the crowd was there for me too. And they were fantastic, but That's awesome. we had never run oh, yeah. the Q and a, before but we kind of we didn't really prep at all but it was yeah it, i would just i'm said this earlier but i'm like if you have the opportunity to go to one of these shows you must i hope she does them them again i, I think, sure hope so i think too. she's kind of wanting to see what because i'm like i know i immediately like we can go to tempe we can go to el paso you yeah. know you got these club connections all over and uh you know you can you know you can bring it but um yeah we'll see i mean it's a great opportunity for her to be this new and to stand up and she's not getting overexposed right yeah. she's doing 10 plus minutes which is a lot for someone new to so comedy. So much, Dave. But not like, she's not for, like some TikTokers will get a following and headline and it's like, those that audience will never come to another show again. That's a horrible experience right. for them. <laughs> right. They're like, yeah. we so don't like, want the You want to give them a comedy. good show, yeah. but like, what do you do? Like, Katie wasn't just spilling the tea. She was telling jokes and the other so comics good. and stuff. So but, good. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I was, I just had the best time and then, you know, we probably torment, my friend and I probably tormented you afterwards because we yeah. had a little bit too much to drink. She was... <laughs> 
rough. What's her name? Katie too? She was rough. Yeah, bestie Katie. She was rough, man. She she literally was going up to my wife going, you are so much better off than this guy. Like, which is that what I talk like about. In my, I talk about it in my act. Oh, she's the better half. You know, she gets, you know, whatever. But, but to truly hear it to your face Katie, is a different animal. Best friend Katie loves encouraging the ladies. She loves and, and she, But she was much nicer at brunch. So I was yeah, like, well, brunch is probably You know, more, the, the booze hadn't been involved. You like brunch so Katie more the, than the yeah, wildness. Yeah, and I was like, I got to get this woman on the show. I got to get her on The Bachelor because she is wild. But I'm scared because I know she'll become a villain. Oh, yeah. Because she's just But she's she doesn't have social media. Imagine being a villain and not have social media. Yeah. So you just this, get to live your life. That's so this best, best friend of mine doesn't have a social media. And we were talking like, what would it be like if there was especially a bigger character on the show with zero social media presence? Yeah. Do you think that they'd allow it? I don't know. It's almost like they don't exist. Right. And that's what it comes down to, like this new world we live in with the contestants. If you don't like someone, you know, people send, you know, child protective services to their home. They do crazy, crazy. crazy I was talking shit. about this with my other channel. I covered Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Right. And people still think I'm a horrible human for covering a story everyone else covered. Right. And I got put on a list where people were getting swatted. People oh, were in, yeah. people have died from getting swatted. That's when someone will call your place, call the police and say, so-and-so is running some illegal activity, whatever. They make some lie up and then SWAT teams show up and you're in your underwear uh, and have PTSD now. For oh a my yeah. God. It's and so it didn't happen terrible. to me, but it happened to someone else on a list. There's only a dozen people on this list. I was like, the internet's crazy. Yeah. And oh it's no, one thing it's... if they're like crazy in the comment sections, but some people will DM your mom, DM yep. your this, do yep. that. <laughs> God forbid, you know, you know, your children and wives, that all has to be off limit. They didn't sign up for this. I know. I know. But that was the thing. So I'm like, what this, this idea of having someone on the show who can't get any DMs DMs, who's protected in that way mm. and then also can never be said you're here for the wrong reasons because they have no social media presence yeah. unless all of a sudden you pull the fast move where you don't have social media and then about a month after you appear and then you start raking in the followers well, because mm. people are now like Michelle this? Young was virtually no social media that's beforehand. true that's so true she's, it's, it is kind of cute to watch the alumni try to like do influencer work which we've spent years trying to build up our brands and now they're like how do I promote Lancome whatever the privilege I'm like you have been building like, I am so bad on Instagram I have no I'm like the the influencers I'm always like god bless because I do not know how to do it I don't have that special gift I love a podcast yeah but an Instagram influence Evan's always like you should post more I'm like no thank you oh, oh boy my, my wife the 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 torment she's had to go through trying to do deliverables when we're traveling and Oh yeah. yeah, you know if it's like, and we're at the point now. It's got to pay extraordinarily well because people don't understand how much time it can take. It takes a lot. And of time. sometimes a company will be like, "Hold a beer can. Here's five hundred bucks." Sure. But in most cases, it's like a lot of effort, and you know, it's like, and then you have to worry about the products you're using because it's like there's an ethical, yeah, of course, aspect to it. You have to be doing all the vetting, but also then, yeah, like you said, I think when people have millions and millions and millions of followers, then they can just hold up the Coke can and they're fine. But if you don't have millions, then there's the expectation. Yeah, the blue like, collar influencer lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like you're that. in there with like 60,000 followers trying to squeeze out some rent payments <laughs> and people are like, oh, it must be nice. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> like the rent payment, that's not happening. Yeah, so my social media is real lame. I, I haven't, I can't hack the system. They're like, well, you got to use size 64 font captions. Shut it. I don't have the time. Like I just make content all day and I let like, I let, I let it be. But that's be. the thing. Your YouTube content reigns supreme. Thank it you. is, I mean, so much of the Bachelor yeah, I mean, Nation he's news. like a one man, like 
MSNBC or yeah. CNN. It's, it's gutter trash, guys. I, I've, I'm taking tweets and I'm turning them into 15 minutes. I'm di- but I, what I learned trash. is that it, it, they call them mealtime length videos. Mm-hmm. So they got to be 8 to 15 minutes long. I actually yeah. don't like to watch the three minute video. I want to watch the 12 minute video so it gives me time to do the laundry that I'm doing and not have to toggle through yeah. like TikTok. Agreed. TikTok, Agreed. you have to like, you need to have like one person scroll and you watch them together. And it's yes. like, no, yeah. you have to be super present versus like, like, yeah, you, like you said, you put the 12 minute on and then I'm just doing whatever I need to do. I'm cooking, which doesn't happen, but I'm pretending to cook and I have that on in the background. Yeah. Perfect. And you know, if I have a 27, I had a 27 minute one recently and it was like a Nick Vial was like, it was almost, it's so funny with his podcast and I, I like what he does because he, he gets a lot of traction because of it, but his producers will paraphrase something that somebody else said. Then Nick will react to the paraphrase of the producers. Then I'll make a video watching them then play the actual source material and and say this is all bullshit what they're saying <laughs> it's and, three levels deep yeah like chris harrison caused so many issues by just randomly talking on his podcast that then nick was like wait you know chris thanked all these people that support him and nick's like he didn't thank me and then that leads into something and it's almost like uh, when you're when you give like an oscar acceptance speech you better be thanking every agent that worked with you or someone's yeah. gonna hate you for life it's so many levels deep okay speaking of this though and then i want to dive into this episode because I know you have a lot of thoughts and we have a lot of thoughts too because this was a bizarre episode in all (laughs) the levels of it. But you have been in this Bachelor game for so long. You know the ins and outs of everything. I'm sure you know so many secrets. Your hair is full of secrets yes. at this point. Yes. Every gray hair is a secret that I've got. <laughs> Plucks one out and reads it. <laughs> I got a big one yesterday I'll share afterwards. Oh. If people can read my eyes right now. Yeah, that's right. Big one. Wow. Some crazy stuff going on out there. Let's, we'll find out I'm soon. I'm like, okay, okay, It's Dave. fun when it's someone else's story to tell and you're just like waiting for it to drop like, because you're what? like, this isn't me. I don't want... <laughs> you're I'm like, not, I'm not touching yeah, this. It's, I, I look at myself this way. I, I'm like in a long distance race and like reality Steve's in the front with the mud getting kicked on him from the horse <laughs> and I'm just standing behind him drafting. I don't want any of that shit. I don't want the, the headlines that I broke these types of things. No, you're no. like, I'm just reporting on what's already been broken. Just commentary, really. Yeah. Just commentary. Just killer commentary. My opinion, if you don't like it, go find the source material. So here's your opinion, okay? I'm going to call this Dave's Batch Nation superlatives, okay? okay? Now, superlatives, it's a loose word in this because it's more like your opinions on a couple questions that I have. So can I quick fire with you? Please. Okay. Dave, who from Batch Nation would you want to go on The Amazing Race with? Jesse Palmer. Really? Okay, if why? If a contestant, it would be Blake Horseman. I, I look at guys as if I would go on a fishing trip with them. And for like my celebrities are easy, like Tom Cruise, Matthew McConaughey. There's just certain Nick Lachey. It's weird. But um, <laughs> but I look at them I, because I, fishing's boring. So who can I have a beer with and hang out with? Jesse Palmer, for sure. Um, and when they signed him up, I was like, immediately, this guy's going to be fantastic at what he does. Probably better, probably underutilized for how talented probably. I think he is. Probably. I think that's what it is. They I mean, never- he's out like... 38 seconds an episode they yeah. never have this he's man got the on best. Screen. i want his job it's like he, he guys chilling all week long and he comes in and he goes hey guys sorry and he leaves again and he's gone for a week he Gorgeous. just told this story on the rich rick eisen po- eisen podcast about when he was the bachelor and how he had to call uh tom coughlin his new head coach and explain that he's the bachelor and it was such a like a fish out of water story he's so good at that type of stuff we don't we don't we don't even scratch the surface on the show but he would be or blake horseman like an an anti um sort of corporate guy like i wouldn't want a grocery store joe uh, anyone who's getting sure. paid by the franchise i don't think it would be that's too much a no fun. for you okay yeah. so which batch nation couple would you choose to take on a double date oh wow 
can I have you guys? Do you guys? Have- <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'll take it, but definitely adjacent. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess it would probably be Blake in in Giannina. I don't know if she, they count as a Bachelor Nation couple. She's love is blind, love right? Is blind, still uh, reality TV. Short. God, yeah, I yes. think they're. I just think they're pretty cool. Um, I think I would like Thomas and Becca, but I I have a feeling Becca doesn't like me. I I don't know. It's whenever you cover content, you sure. rub people the wrong way. Sure. Sometimes I like her. I think she's great. Um, but when when I covered the story about everyone taking these Shein uh, product deals for hundred grand, you know, when they have oh, slave yeah. labor and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, cultural appropriation, all these yep. things, she was one of the people, and you know, and other people turned down hundred thousand dollar deals like yes. uh, like Katie Thurston. And yes. Other people said no to it. I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would take the hundred grand. So I un- so I understand the dilemma that exists. But, but I'm also not Maddie Pruitt trying to tell everyone <laughs> in a preach love. And then take honor grand while I'm also selling books about, you know, all that. <laughs> Just lost your Christian base here. <laughs> the ex-evangelicals, you're not losing any. Okay, good. There we go. It's but a hypocrisy. That's what's fun to call out. I know. And well, not even from a place of like privilege, like, oh, dare you. But it's like, okay, it's, it's capitalism. It's our country being blind to what we're doing, which is bidding the, you know, making cheap stuff overseas and then selling it up here and pretending like, um, you know, you know, we're all for the Bible. I don't think Jesus would have done that. I sure don't <laughs> think so, Dave. I sure do not think so um okay who from batch nation would you most likely take pr advice from caitlin bristow mm-hmm. she's my she's my goat she's my top of the just yeah she's the best she she made it work she built equity when the show had turned their back on her she didn't have the power of the show she she went to hell and back slut shamed all these things Mm -hmm. when she was just some cool canadian who thought we could talk about oh we're on a dating show we can fuck and then they're like (laughs) the hell you can oh my god i mean not only was caitlin like one of the best bachelorettes of all time. Just so good. The amount of success and work that she's put in after is unbelievable. It yeah. blows my mind always. And on top of it too, not only has she had then all this wild success post, but then she puts in like the daily work on top of it, which if I was at her position, I'd be like, I'm coasting, but she's just out there making the TikToks, making the content yeah. on top of all of that. And like, it's, no it's offense, amazing. It's no offense to the pageant queen era, like the Hannah Browns, because I think Hannah Brown's now coming to terms with how her her idea of coming off perfect has been detrimental but caitlin bristow will show you how she's struggling Mm -hmm. and i just i just love because we all are we're all having days yes and she shows people and she's so well read and has done so much therapy and work on herself and you just can feel what her brand is Mm -hmm. you 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 hear caitlin bristow and you think you just you, you spade and sparrow wine is right there and she's she's just like that loud i mean she would be on my fishing trip list for sure yes no no she's I so appreciate how vocal she's been especially in like the recent days about like all of the therapy that she's doing and the child work like it is child work yeah I mean as someone who struggles with my mental health like having someone like herself who's so successful and clearly just like works her ass off be open and honest about those days and it how much she's conf- struggling behind she the scenes yeah, like it she, means everything she didn't conform to do it no she did it kind of on her own time and she was rewarded because the audience came the show would have never had her back the show no. they don't I mean we talk about this all the time but the show's it's a psychopath mm-hmm. they don't feel pain they're there to sell things they don't care about body diversity or no. or whatever until Clearly there's no. money and boycotts and things they're they're just a 
they're just a corporation mm-hmm. and they don't have your back. And um, they weren't going to care about her until she built a following and she came back. And maybe Katie Thurston will have a similar path, you know, as far as like the shows turn their back on her. And yeah. it's clear to see when you see all the alumni that get invited to things. And she was the one who like actually had a backbone and took a stand. Where, whether you agree yes. with her or not, she took a stand on what was going down before her season. Yes. And she bet her whole future on it. Yes. And then the franchise just turned their back on. I yeah. believe that. They Katie did. Thurston will and have a Caitlin Bristow rise a thousand percent. Katie Thurston's whiskey. We're selling it here, yeah. folks. <laughs> Just pulls out from behind. <laughs> full bottle prep. I want ten percent. Evan's been drinking it this whole I'm time. Wasted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a quick pause from the conversation for mm-hmm. one second. Listen, family, we all know that the ladies of Zach Seasons have had to do the packing of a lifetime to pack all these gowns and all the glam, the hair, the makeup. But let me tell you. If I was on the show, the one thing I would make sure I had packed because it is oh so important to me is Vegamore, okay? It has been my hair savior, helping me grow strong and healthy hair. You all know how obsessed I am with Vegamore. Mm. Vegamore's clean and vegan approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. With help from Vegamore, you can get healthy, beautiful looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals. All their products are cruelty-free and never contain potential harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. You all know what a gift Vegamore has been to me. It's changed my hair for the better when I didn't think it was possible. I raved to everyone, by the way, about their Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit. It works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. All you have to do is massage the shampoo uh, into your scalp for 60 seconds and then follow up with conditioner on the lengths and the ends. It's as simple as that. And I have to say the simplicity of it makes it so easy to keep up with. Um, Oh, and their dry shampoo. Oh my gosh, it's the only dry shampoo I will ever use. It's amazing. Um, And there's no risk when trying because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. Give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash momdad and use code momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash momdad. Code momdad to save 20% off at vegamore.com slash momdad. So if you're anything like us, which of course you are, we're family, right? Um, Then you love your pets so much you could cry, okay? They're perfect. But if one of your precious pets is a cat, you know what's not perfect is the stink from the kitty litter, okay? It's a no, but you don't have to worry about that if you use Pretty Litter, best in class, superior odor control. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's odor control. It's ultra absorbent and instantly traps odor. It's lightweight, dust-free, and works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. Plus, Pretty Litter ships free to your door in a small, lightweight bag. The ease of it all. No lugging that bulky container from a store to your car and into your house. And on top of that, Pretty Litter is made with crystals that change color to indicate early signs of potential illness like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more. It is truly incredible. My family has cats, and they changed to Pretty Litter years ago, and now it's all they'll ever use. So get Pretty Litter today. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash momdad. Um, okay, so who from Batch Nation would you not want to get in a fight with? And I don't mean physical. I'm talking online. Oh, man. Victoria Fuller. Uh-huh. Yeah, she doesn't lose fights. Oh boy, she will. Yeah. Um some other people, 
Um, you know, that's a good one. There's, there's certainly, there is a bias when you cover Bachelor Nation. Like, I, I don't, I, I walk the line when I cover Nick Vial's stuff because I'm like, I don't want to deal with a DM or something from him. And like, just because there is a game that's being played that does exist. It, but uh, I, I think I'm fair to an extent. You know, I just take light jabs. I'm kind of like a younger brother with that type of stuff. I take light jabs, but like, I probably promote his show more than anything. There aren't too many people I can think of that, that, that I would be like hands off, not want to mess with. Um, but I probably just avoid them. Right. You know, some of the, some of the people that I've came off like a villain, but actually f- look like that in real life. When you see their social media, some of the people that just immediately are like, you know, the treacherous treasonous guy who is promoting the January 6th event, oh my God. James McCoy Taylor. And oh then he goes God. to Aspen, Colorado. <laughs> I made a whole series of stories about this. He promoted uh, the insurrection before it was an insurrection when it was just a rally. And then he's like, go meet me over there. And then when everyone called him out for being there, he goes, "No, I was in, I was skiing." So it's it like, was wa- like, talk about just an ultimate grifter, terrifying. But yeah. those are the people Jeez. that, like, you know, he makes a MAGA song, then a MAGA part three, and he's like, and then of course he gets busted uh, with a DUI with an underage girl this year. So not to say, I guess I would, I, I guess I'm not afraid of him because I've covered him a lot. But um, some people are such shit stains on the Bachelor underwear yes. that <laughs> even when you cover them, yeah, there's a visual for you. It's not. It's like people are so dearly wanting to forget about them because yes. they're not like fun villains they're actually like kind of rotten humans no you're like i don't want to give this guy any sort of any sort of numbers oh that man gives <laughs> me a full-blown heart attack um okay who from batch nation gives you your best headlines oh boy uh, well i know right now that um claire has been good to me Really, Katie Thurston. Do you mean like they, they DM me headlines or just no? Good, no I mean that just, that's a fun too. But any, anything Claire, Katie Thurston's was good, but we probably covered so much of her that it's probably coming back down. Blake Horstman v versus Nick Vial. They're sure. they're this great feud because <laughs> Blake feud. Blake will just call out all of Nick's hypocrisies of like you know exposing tweets versus Blake's redemption. I always thought Blake was in the right to to you know take care of himself when everyone probably told him to not to mm-hmm. um they're always good there's certain people that you know that just don't really print yeah, as you know metaphorically and that's kind of like grocery store joe and serena they don't really and, and that's a, that's a compliment they're like pretty not anticlimactic so uh, mari and kenny like they don't really bring bring much to a video because they're kind of just sweet right you know it is the people that are slightly messy like claire claire will she'll be a little messy she'll tell you how it is she'll get into the comment sections those always do well on my channel because we'll talk a lot of we'll like spill into the comment sections yes. we'll spill into the he said this she said that kind of uh, Tic tacky fights. So the cleaner someone is, like Atasha, once her story was over with Zach, then it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James were super hot when they got back together. I mean, the stories of them, uh, the paparazzi photos, it was huge. Mm-hmm. And now, like, they're unproblematic and they're doing good things. And I like to cover stories when they have a charity event and stuff, but that's like, that's not the stuff that, like, yeah. goes crazy. Unfortunately, the very kind, sweet things don't typically bring yeah. them up versus much. Right. And I still make them because I make so of much course. content. But you know that that's going to be, like, there's, what am, what am I going to make for people that are going to watch every day? And that's, like, I get to choose that. And then what's going to, like, what's going to, you know, it's a, a, a rainfall yeah. rainfall's coming. Let's get out the uh, baskets and try to collect as many new subscribers. <laughs> yes. And that would be the Chris Harrison in his heyday with the, that scandal. There's just certain peaks that, like, Greg Grippo 
and Katie Thurston was huge. Greg Rippo, uh, Victoria Fuller, Johnny Johnny was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about this. I do regret the way I the way I broke the Victoria story, mm-hmm. um, and I've apologized to her. But I don't regret the way I covered everything else. Like it was almost like the avalanche was already happening. Everyone right. was seeing this timeline that they didn't understand because the story kept changing of when they met. And now Victoria does her podcast with Craig Grippo, her intro podcast. I give it nine episodes before it ends. Although I thought it was fine. I just, I don't, I don't think she needs the money and I don't see people podcasting that aren't like right. hustling. <laughs> listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, but with that, Greg says he wanted her to be the bachelorette all along. And previously he said he wanted Katie to be it. So people start looking at this and go, they're, they're, they're not believing. It's like the whole, like, don't piss on my leg and tell right. me it's raining. It's not lining up. Not lining up. Yeah. But I regret that I broke that story because I don't want to be that person. And I think I told you this when we were at brunch. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be connecting the dots. I'll let the, I need to let the audience do that more often. Yeah. And I can just present what actually is said. And then people can be like, oh, was there emotional cheating? Wasn't there? It shouldn't be my place to say. Right. Okay. One more before we dive into recapping. Yes, yes. Okay. Who from Batch Nation would you give your first impression rose to? Meaning, who did you meet in person that you were like, wow, this person is fantastic? Boy, you know, I haven't met too, too many alumni in person. Boy, that's a tough question. I'm a sucker for people. They all made it onto the show. I know. It was super charming. <laughs> They're all super charming. Who did I just meet at that that event in December? I mean, I looked at Brandon. I looked at it, looked at him in the eyes, and I, w- I was like, "This guy, there's a I know, gorgeous." I know people. you're fully. No, yeah. when we were so when we were at the the at Love Grove's fantastic ball, yeah. we were both talking. We were like, "Wow, everyone is just so charming to get on the show." Like you said, you have to be like captivating and charming, and everyone was just so nice and charming. And you meet everyone in person, you're like, "Oh, you're." Great. Right. They're tall. They're not normal humans. No. Everyone's no. taller and more charming and better looking in and person. And stronger. Yes. Like, you yeah. hug them and you just feel their mu- You're like, what this young muscle you have. <laughs> uh, I can't, I don't know if I can give an answer. I can't think of one. Understood. I can't think of one. Um, but I do think it, that's what's always funny when someone's like, oh, so and so is just some average, like, oh, he's just an average white guy. I go, if that guy walked into a diner, <laughs> everyone turns around. That's a stud. That's a good looking yeah. guy. I'll show you average. Yeah. Let's go to a Comic Con convention. I'll show you <laughs> average. He's right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never say that about yourself. No, you guys, come on. You guys are, but, and by the way, I meant to say this earlier. If I do have kids, it's going to be because of your family. You're oh, so adorable. You're so, I'm not kidding. So you're so sweet. adorable. I, Tasha and I talk about you guys. We're like, oh, we don't have to have kids the old school way where you're just some boring family. <laughs> I was like, do I get a tattoo when I get a child? Like, you guys are just cool. <laughs> want to be like you guys. You're very, very sweet. No, listen, that's the thing about having the kids. It's like, you know, you can have them join your life and have adventures together. You guys travel all the time. Like, dude, baby Bjorn and a passport. We're exactly. going. Exactly. And you're off. Going. It's perfect. Yeah. I think I'd like that. And Tasha keeps going, oh, Dave, you're, you, you got baby. You're, 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 you're trying to, you want a baby so bad. I'm like, I think you're telling me that because you want the baby so bad. I think we both <laughs> want like, like, are you a doing reverse psychology redemption on me? from our parenthood, which my mom, my mom was great. She was a single mom. So it's like, no, no shame. She's worked really hard. Yeah. But like, we work from home. We can watch the kid at odd hours. It's not just like, like see at 6 p.m., you know? Yes. No, that is a thing, too, that I feel very, very lucky about our situation is because we've always both been in, like, creative industries is that it's tough because then, you know, you're trying to manage and work, like, the late hours, but you're able to. You're able to be like, okay, I'm up with my kid all day, 
but then I'll have the whole night where I'm working. Yeah, you took your kid to like a pitch meeting yesterday I saw on Instagram. Yes, we did. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> she took notes. It was actually really cute. She took notes and we should, I looked down and the notes were just random words that were being said. It was like the cutest thing. All right, thing I'm having yeah. children. I'm having children now. I'm doing it. <laughs> she wrote a list of random words. We were saying they were all misspelled. Bless her. And she's, and she's like, this? Like, I was like, that looks good. good. Yeah. She's very, very serious about it. Kid boss. The new yes. movie coming yeah. to Nickelodeon. She's very intimidating. The, the man we were pitching to was like, whoa, she is a stick I'm like, I know she means business. She's more intense than I am. (laughs) All right. Should we dive into this this recap of all recaps? Okay, Dave, first initial thoughts from this episode. Well, we're starting to see the weight of the season come down on Zach. Yes. We're starting to see Zach, um, which, which blows my mind. He's so serious about it. And it's like, you know, nobody works out after the show chill out a little bit <laughs> You're like, the percentages aren't he's like i'm taking this serious and it's like do you think these ladies just came here for free for fun you know like i just quit I, their jobs like when, my god when he got into that with anastasia anastasia the other day when he's like are you here for the wrong reasons zach take your hundred twenty five thousand dollars and donate it to charity and we'll find out who's here for the right reasons and he's the only one making money on camera him and jesse bomber that's the thing and that was what the whole anastasia debacle Evan and I last week I was like listen I was I was with Kylie on this because I felt like the way Anastasia was treating her was not okay but when Zach sat down with the conversation about for the right reasons I'm like what are we doing now like it's 2023 we're all very aware that the show is so run by social media who's who's gonna volunteer to go on this show and deal with like the torture of production with zero potential possible possibility of an outcome like sure maybe they could find love and that's great yeah. That's a great side bonus if that does happen. But also, come on. The question's on the a false. It's just a false question. Who's here for the right reasons? There are multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Building equity in your brand or what you do, that's part of the game. And Zach signed up for the show that that's what it is all about. Now, obviously, they want someone who's straight laced and not worried about that. But like, I think that's the wrong way to go. I yeah. think it's the wrong way to go. Yeah. What were your thoughts with? I mean, it's just that little comment, though, like I'm. I just am like, if I was in this right now, I'd be like, cool, I'm going to start bringing up shit to Zach every week because they're, he, he gets rid of them immediately. Like he doesn't even, he doesn't even give you a chance. He goes, interesting. Okay, cool. Hey, it was really nice meeting you. Believe. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Where's like, the negotiation? It, I thought we were going to. Everyone who's been cut has done one fifth as bad as the, po- as the previous seasons of people who got p- pushed off. Yeah. And he's just like, you're out, you're out, you're out, you're out. So, I mean, I'm surprised these ladies aren't like coming for jugulars because it's like it's working. It's very like Richie Rich, like take the ball and run. Like, no, my dad pays for the team. I get to start. It's just it. And it's like, oh, is he is it getting to him? Because they must they must really because it happened to Clayton, too, where they really yeah. hammered in. This is about your love story. They're really trying to indoctrinate the lead to make decisions that burn a lot of people, because in the end, it is his story. But they're all the star of their own stories. Right. Is Anastasia a horrible person because she makes her money going direct to consumer through social media and not through some company that you know she's he has to get her health care through yeah what is this what is the narrative going on and that's the thing with zach that like i've really enjoyed zach this season i've really appreciated his honesty about everything because i know if i'm on the show i would personally prefer to have a lead who is very direct with me like listen like i want to be on the show to get followers but i also don't want to like elongate this torture if i don't have to so if you're not into me i'd rather know than actually get kind of like caught up in this thing and then i can start to prepare for paradise 
nice mentally. You know, I can kind of shift my gear (laughs) of what I'm going to be doing. So I appreciate the honesty. But this episode did start to make me question some things, which I'm assuming have to do with probably a lack of sleep sickness him feeling really pushed to the edge and then very on edge this he was very on edge which i mean great i mean the poor guy got fucking covid yeah but and then they're making him put a suit on to do a goddamn rose ceremony he's probably just like in like fevered and sick and they're like put the suit on and it's just like oh my god just like pause this production (laughs) for a few days okay like let him sleep he needs to sleep that was kind of the energy i was getting but there were those moments where i'm like oh this kind of you know, I'm here for the right reasons. And then when we saw the preview next week of him even talking to Jess, and I don't know how much editing is involved with this, but him, but Jess talking about, oh, I just want a one-on-one. And he's like, you keep bringing that up. Like, it's not about that. It's about like me, me and you. And it's like, wait, what? I, I, if he starts to mess with Jess, I'm done. <laughs> Are you a Jess fan? Jess has been number one. I've just loved, oh uh, yeah, no. She's so bubbly. Like, I hate it when you see someone who's like such exuberance. She comes in so sparkly. You hate it when you see those types of people get sort of rejected. Taken. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you're too happy. Let me cut yeah, that out of yeah, your life. Gonna, Let me yeah, give you some jaded bullshit in your life. Yeah. And that's it's like literally that's like you're yeah. watching like her uh, that that that'll probably happen to an extent. She's almost like but it's perfect for the show to be that optimistic and everything. And she's adorable. Yeah. She would any guy in the world in any bar would give her the time of day and this and that. And but Zach's like, yeah, it's not about that. And it's like, well, maybe he needs a lady who's willing to stand up for themselves. But is he going to just ditch them until he's left with, the, you know, whoever not. To, but I, I think what it comes down to is this. If he's over somebody, he treats them differently. And yes. people have used that as an excuse for him. And no one's supported him more than I have. Um, I've, I, the whole idea of him being a boring bachelor, I'm like, whatever, let the lead be boring. The, mm-hmm. the circus is around. The it doesn't really yeah. matter. No one needs matter. a super like, cr- like, is there ever like a crazy bat like lead? It's like generally no. they're pretty chill. No, they know you get as just a store, sort of a normal person mm-hmm. and let the craziness dance around it. But with, with him now you go, all right, well, if he's going to treat people differently, that's like when someone's rude to the wait staff. That's the biggest turnoff. If yeah. someone's rude, we were at Universal with friends and a friend of mine, I had never seen her act this way. Someone cut the line and she started yelling at them <laughs> and she was like, she turned into a she young Karen on us. She was a young Karen. And, and like, we were like, oh man, on? Sammy went there. And like, we love her to death, but we we're like, we just saw a different side. And like, oh maybe God. she would, maybe someone cut the line on her on her birthday when she was nine. And right. she yeah. no one cuts the line on me. Yeah. We all have those things. Like I'll fight someone if they, if they leave the shopping cart in the middle of the thing, you put right. that shopping cart yeah, away. Yeah, right. I'll follow world. you and walk you back <laughs> with that goddamn shopping cart. I'm a shopping cart <laughs> vigilante. So we all have hills we die on. Yeah. But Zach, but when you look at now there's a be beginning to be a data set pre-covid brain post-covid brain where he did the same thing with rachel Reckia. i was yeah. uh, i kind of saw rachel the way i saw claire crowley in that um anxiety seemed to get the best of her and mm-hmm. i say anxiety because with claire i love claire and i love everything she's done post-show to talk about mental health and all the other issues but you know the guys didn't jump up to kiss her right away or jump up to go on a date and she kind of had this limbic system flare and and all that and it's like there's a bunch of strange men holding weird things in the background and there's a heightened feeling there so i respect that with rachel Reckia, there was kind of that same thing too when the cameras were on you could feel the stress on her yeah and and so when she had whatever happened with her in the fantasy suite with zach you kind of go oh, zach probably was over her but now i'm going it does take two to tango did zach treat rachel Reckia as coldly as he treated 
Anastasia and Greer and some of the other people? And if so, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely one of those moments where my brain went right back to that fantasy suite. And you're like, was this what went down? What went because down? God. There's an energy to me that's really interesting with him in this one. Because like up until this point, he's been very like good, especially on the, on the dates. He's like really, he knows, he knows exactly what to say when they're like talking about, you know, heavy stuff. And he's, he's got this great just kind of ability to connect quickly. But this episode gave a weird energy. And then you see with the Jess situation where he's like, almost like... I'm doing my best, so you shouldn't question it after that. Because he's kind of like... Angry dad. Yeah, it's like this. It's like even what happened on the Zoom thing with Greer. There's like this weird energy of just like, if I say it, it means I've thought about it. And if you question it, you're questioning me as a person. Yeah. And I take that personally. It's got this like weird kind of like, whoa. Fun like, chat, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like... Kill the convo. Like, as yeah. long as I'm just like bubbly and cool around you, you're cool. But if I kind of start to do that, you kind of snap, which is like an interesting vibe. That's I don't why know. I compared it to Jake Pavelka because he was like a real charming guy. And then he just, until he's like, hey! And he kind of yelled at Vienna and we're like, whoa. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's kind of like, like a decade ago. I'm still cringing over a decade later to be like, oh boy. You. Yeah. And that's, that's the guy who's controlling the plane. He's a pilot. We don't need that. Yeah. But it's like, you know, Zach's stressed out. How stressed can you be? You're 6'2", strong, and 26. <laughs> you haven't even... Your student six loans four, haven't even kept Dave, yeah. six 6'4". <laughs> no, that's... The, I mean, that that's what it seems to me is like I'm just this reading stress all edge. over him. Like, and again, the man is ill. Like, he is sick. And he is still being, like, forced to perform and make decisions. So there my empathy lies. I'm like, I... That's a lot. I'm like, nothing... When, I'm, when I am ill and I, when I had COVID... Not to compare my experience to his, but when I Better had not. COVID, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like I was able to like have my week and a half of literally, first of all, the isolation, but also sleep. You're so tired. And the idea of having to like emotionally exert and try to be charming on camera, like uh, no excuse, but I could see having the one moment where something just sets you off. Because when you we saw him talking to Jesse Palmer on uh, their Zoom chat as well, and he was breaking down emotionally. Like we haven't seen Zach in that state of emotion yet, so it's like I right. feel like you see the stress is yeah. really creeping Isn't in. It, you know, when I had COVID, I I had a lot of Dayquil and a edible. It was like the California cocktail, and I made like fifteen <laughs> videos. I was just like high <laughs> out of my mind. I was like, am I do I have COVID or am I just high? Like, I don't know. The don't difference. remember any of these fantastic content. Dave's like, I made fifteen videos. You're having to deal with twenty people wanting to date you. Grow up. <laughs> yeah, just, no, but. Yeah, I mean, when Greer was like, are you okay? He's like, no, I'm fine. You know, obviously he was recovering from yeah. something and who knows how he was feeling, but like, you're never going to be your best, but like, you don't have to treat other people bad. No, like, it no, would have been less energy. I don't know if we were jumping to the Greer part yet, but it would have been less energy to just say, huh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. situation is like yours. You're right. <laughs> he spent more time and energy being like, no, 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 this is why it's different. It's, it's like, you don't watch, like, in improv, it's yes and. Oh, oh, you're a space cowboy? Yes, you are, and we're going to Texas, to whatever. You you don't go, no, you're not, because yeah. the whole audience goes, whoa. <laughs> what's the what's the the office where he's like, and he, he, he pulls the gun out every time? Michael Kern or something, <laughs> Scott Kern, and he's just like, hey, what's up? And he's like, and I remember, and he comes in, and he puts the gun yeah. on him every time. They're like, oh, God. Exactly. Zach is murdering conversations. (laughs) Murdering them. No, I'm like, if I would have been Zach literally the second, if she said something that was like bothering me, I would have just literally laid down and been like, I'm going to take a nap right now. Just keep talking. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep this off. Just the effort. The effort to be that. I mean, do we all want to be that truthful? We're all assholes if we're that truthful. 
That's the thing. And that was a little bit, uh, we were talking about this last week, is that I, I've appreciated his honesty, but I will say if I was one of the women on his season, as much as I'd appreciate the honesty, I'd also be so nervous and on edge because I'm like, it's very clear if he likes you or he doesn't. Yeah. Which was the interesting part to me about the whole Greer conversation because... Um, he kept her and he also she's first impression rose and he's definitely seemed to be enjoying his time with her over the past few weeks. So this kind of came out of left field, which made me feel I'm like, I don't know if we're missing something because it feels like there is either things edited out of conversation that happened previously that, you know, set him off or if it's just that he's exhausted and stressed. But regardless, you know. Greer was, I mean, she was simply trying to relate her story to him and she did not say to him by any stretch of the imagination, like, you should get your ass up and work and get over here, you know, even though they were saying certain things. It's a, with so, the, was, just the yeah. ladies but to him he was she was just checking in so innocent just uh you know how's the weather it's raining you know just simple oh yeah i had covid once it happened here blah 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 it's like what the hell was <laughs> it's just that's why it's so interesting to talk about in every i think when my channel was spiking on this conversation because some people are like no he was just trying to keep it real but it's like what how exhausting you know how it is in a relationship. Sometimes she, my wife talks about crystals and astrology. I go along with it. I don't tic-tac everything she says about this. She wants to know my birth chart. I'll tell you my, I've been lying to her about what time of day I was born. Just to see She's like, oh, you're right. a Virgo rising. Am I? I don't know. Am I? I was born six months after I've been telling yeah, you. I've been Sagittarius. She thinks I'm a Taurus this whole time. Uh, but it's like, you just, it's like, you just keep something to yourself for the sake of the convo. Just let the water keep flowing down the river. Don't put up a dam on every little thing. It would be exhausting. And it's like, is that the, in, and you say engineer, he's not an engineer, but is that like the tech engineer way of thinking and i and i am not going down the route of sort of uh, uh medically questioning what type of person he is but we're all different and right. it sounds like he's so tunnel focused he's not realizing like she's just shooting the shit with you bro i literally i watched it today in a video and i paused every like four lines and i you just see uh, greer's yeah. soul leave her but you literally see she's it. realizing uh i might have just yeah. broken this entire it's thing. like a it's like a cartoon where you see the 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 shades go down on the pupils yeah like, ding, ding. the yeah. shades are gone she's all to lunch she was like what the fuck was that yeah. yeah no if i was in her situation i would have just been replaying the conversation over and over and over again in my mind and being like what did i say like i must have said something for him for this to be like very upsetting to him um so i wonder what it was like for her to watch that back now seeing it on screen yeah but yeah that was that was wild that was and i hope people don't think we're being too harsh it's it's such a curiosity. This is the exact reason we watch the show because there's so much to read into the dynamic here and we're giving so much of the benefit of the doubt that we're like, we're literally blaming COVID on him being an asshole. Maybe he wasn't, he was sleep deprived. Maybe the room service hadn't showed up yet. The pillow's not to his liking. We don't know what it was, but like, that type of conversation ends relationships because it's weird. Right, right. Like at least the beginnings of yeah. the ones. Yeah, no. And that's the thing too. And I wonder, I'm very curious about behind the scenes with production, if this energy that we're getting from him, um, like I said, that I've really enjoyed so far, but in this episode was really throwing me off. Um, what is so focused on production being obsessed that we will have a lead that does have a successful relationship and have a lead that is here for the right reasons and find love that if he's just being kept up 
at all hours of the night being like just fed like this is the correct way to be a lead this is the correct way Mm -hmm. to find your partner just over make sure like that's I'm curious about that, of how much pressure production is putting on him and, as well. And, and, and then in the coming weeks, we'll have to see once because the, the stakes were five episodes in. I know. This is usually if you look at the season as like a three act play. First act is like the fake villain, like Cassidy Timbrooks, who had like the guy, the the uh, sort of um, uh, friend would benefit back home. That's first act. There's always like the first few weeks. I don't even know who this season's initial villain was. Uh, Christina Mandrell, they kind of wanted to be. I yeah. think she was harmless. Yeah, it was in the yeah the petty. initial one was Christina I guess midway through the season you start to get a two-on-one style date a Chad Johnson type of thing and then the third act it's less of a villain and more just heartbreak yeah like you'll have so right now we're in this mid zone where it's like really is are we looking for it did was Zach forced to keep Greer uh, by the producers Uh is that why he was short because he didn't want her there I don't know. Mm. Yeah. High possibilities. Okay. Well, let's talk about the very first date because this was the only date that we got. Because if you didn't watch the episode, (laughs) what ended up going down is we had our one-on-one with um, Gabby. And then after that, uh, we found out that Zach wasn't feeling good and both the group date and Charity's one-on-one was canceled devastating. And then we had the virtual rose ceremony, which I'll never get over. I'll never get over it. <laughs> I just felt like I was in hell. Like, so, so, <laughs> so triggered. So the, triggered. The, the pandemic hug. No, I hate it so much. And also not only that, then the trigger of like every person who's ever been broken up with via text or zoom or anything. You're just like, no, it's just terrible. Um, but the first date in London, uh, Gabby ends up getting the, what Gore has, amazingly named the pretty woman date which is the date where she is given all the clothes all the shoes glammed up and they what who's the the man that shows up oh yeah some dude shows up in a bowler hat you mean yeah <laughs> grant but he, he said his name was gun like it sounded like Gunt. oh no, no no i'm saying yeah. the guy the very first guy oh, oh, yeah, yeah, who just yeah, even yeah. announced it who shows it's up like, in that a guy was hat. not british yeah <laughs> that guy was just a guy from cleveland who's a producer yeah. and they're like hey put this bowler hat on yeah. and go can you, can you do an accent he's like hey, yeah kind of get out there <laughs> he walks in he's like hello <laughs> Is the date, and then he walks out like, "Get the fuck out of here!" That guy is that guy's Craig from Cleveland. Dude. He's a production no, assistant. He's by, a, by the way, bowler hat. Have you ever seen one of those? Like, no one wears that. Yeah. There. All right, James Bond yeah. villain. <laughs> it's like so fake. I mean, maybe he is. He's like at home going, "What the fuck?" But like, there was something just incredibly fake about him to be. <laughs> and how do you go from the Bahamas to London? I when know, I travel, I like to go bad weather to nice weather. Yeah, right. Start off with the bad and then get you to the nice. end in the chill. Yeah, you end with as little close as possible. Yes, you work your way there. Also, yeah, imagine, yeah. everything was like, oh, London, the city of romance. And I was like, is yeah. Every French like, person is at home screaming. France, like, what? Italy. The city of love. Yeah, like, London, London, the city of romance. Like, yeah, no. I mean, it's a great city, but have you ever been to London? It's not the city of romance. Expensive beer and fish and chips. Yeah, yeah. it's an awesome city, but it, it's just a funny yeah. thing. Like, everyone's just saying, it's Europe, so it's all the same. That was <laughs> yeah. the energy I got. Like, France, it's all the same. It's just one city, right? I'm like, France, Italy, sure, the city of love. You know, the romantic, but You know, London. Europe, the city of love. <laughs> it was just like, and then now they're doing this, like, monarch sort of, like, theme. Like, like the monarch's not the, the bane. Like, <laughs> the monarch is the villain of the season. I know. I was like, isn't this something that we've been talking about? This is not the good energy that we, we want to put out? Yeah, like, I mean, we're, we're Americans, right? Yeah. We left that yeah. shit. We're not idolizing it corgis running around get out of here 
you know, imperialistic <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> when they went to the perfumery, bless that Edward, that gentleman who has put his whole life's work into creating gorgeous scents. And this is just like, this is his passion. This is his life's work. And these two individuals come and bless both of them. They were having a lovely time. But when you have someone who this is your art and your this is your professional. This is what you do. And then, you know, us Americans are sitting there and going shop. like, smells like Sour Patch Kids. Smells, smells like, like an old man. <laughs> yeah, just trash. Well, they were like, this one, this one's horrible. He goes, Ugh. and then the guy walks in and goes, hello. And he goes, oh, oh hi. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, yeah, they we're happy to be here. Like, it was like, you're talking shit on someone and they're right behind you. Like, it was, they were, oh, hi. And the guy's like, I have served royalty for 50 years. Yeah. Who are you? And you're and, comparing this to a Sour Patch Kid. Yeah, <laughs> their only palate has been chugging uh, maple syrup from Vermont. Like, that's literally... <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, if I smell three... Like, you ever go to a candle shop? If I smell three smells, I'm done. I'm just done. Yeah, your brain, like, doesn't know any new that's smells. It. You need the coffee beans to really... They had, like, really... 25 strips. Yeah. It was a lot. I, I do get overwhelmed by a smell. I feel like I might have thrown up. Like, the nausea might have hit me, and I... I was, I mean, and Zach That's at that point wasn't feeling good. I feel like we could also tell during that point. He did seem a little. Especially the evening portion. He seemed not like ill. Like yeah. he seemed clammy. Yeah. Um, Are you was, guys going to get in the perfume game? I'd buy some your mom and dad perfume. I would perfume. love oh, to get into the perfume sweet. game. What would you guys do? Like some tobacco patchouli? <clears throat> we would call, well, I know we would call it, um, you know, something like Jevin. Just like oh, yeah, Zabby. Right. <laughs> yeah. Vintage Zabby. 2023. Right, right, right. The Zabby just sent me over the edge. It was like so many potential names. God, yeah, Zabby. I know. Yeah, they were, I mean, it's one of those dates. Smelling things isn't a good visual medium. No, <laughs> so no, no, like, no, no, no. We don't get to partake. It's not like they're at a museum where we get to see the T-Rex. Yeah. or uh, They're just strips of paper. <laughs> yeah, they're smelling it going, I don't get this. Is this British? And what then, is the smell? Is the British and then the smell? guy goes, oh, this has a wood scent. And then Gabby goes, Woody. <laughs> and then he's sort of like smiles, but like doesn't give it too much attention. I'm yeah. like buzzkill. Yeah, she made a wood Woody oh, reference. It was a good. It was, it was a she decent a joke. joke. <laughs> Gabby, but but Gabby could be a good companion for his stoicism because it's always fun to have one person try to crack the other. I have to say, watching their one-on-one date, I was like, I could definitely see these two together. Like, yeah, actually. they definitely had. They had a lot of fun. I feel like even though he clearly wasn't feeling great, was a little more like letting loose. He was laughing, mm. having a good time. It was the first time that I felt like they seemed like he seemed like he was in a couple with someone. I know that you Before do that, spoilers. Like, we don't hear. So we're just we're just no mad worries. guessing. I, 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 um, I, and by the way, n- and there is no spoiler attached. It is undecided how this ends. Oh, for there real? is a war <gasps> happening behind <gasps> the scenes. Really? Wow. Yes, it is contested, baby. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I excited. Love it. I yeah. love it. I know reality. Steve, God bless his soul. He's like a double he's quite he, he doesn't know till it shows up he's just you know he doesn't have a video evidence and then the other people that have somebody else there's a multiple the game's open folks wow. we love it oh very my god exciting. i'm so excited i didn't <laughs> yeah. very know exciting. i remember seeing like the spoilers like here's the winner so i was like oh and i didn't see the actual spoiler so i'm like okay there's a winner like yeah. someone is at the I end would still, so now i would still put my money on him because he has a high batting average but every season's a unique situation but yeah with gabby she was one of the last people to even talk to Zach. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's interesting is that he kind of saw something, you know, because some relationships, it's about building a fire. You get these first impressions and then you think you're all set for a few weeks and then it falls away. And it's like the chemistry has to keep building. Yeah, that's the thing. It seems like he has a couple like lusts. 
Like he's got a couple that he's like, you can just tell when he's around him. He's just like, oh, he's like almost awkward and like so attracted to them that he's just like, can I kiss you again? And then Gabby to me feels like the first one where he's like really comfortable and he's sitting there talking and he doesn't seem to have that like nervousness as much and they're really comfortable and they're both not like very, like she's sillier, but she's also not like crazy emotive and they're both, he's not super emotive. So they're both kind of on that vibe. No one's like crying a lot and they're dinner. They're just chatting and they're talking about a couple things and then it ends and it seems nice. It was like, I don't know. It was the most just like, okay, interesting. And if he is this, this kind of perfectionist or super focused and rigid and he's, if he's all about the business of it, having someone like Gabby, you can just like make a fart joke and like, you know, laugh a little bit. Yeah. She's not going to crack under yeah, that could be a good and 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 she also comes off sincere because she's not the type who I hate to say knows her self-worth, but some of the people come in there knowing they're a bombshell. Yeah. And Gabby, as she said in this episode, was like, I don't know. I don't feel pretty all the time. Like he he made she said he made her feel pretty without telling her that. And I think that's yeah, powerful to show that they do have that connection. Okay, family, one more quick pause. So listen, I'm going to let you into my bedroom here for a second, okay? Sometimes, well, honestly, quite often, uh, I am wanting to have some sexy time with this husband over here Mm -hmm. or on my own, but I can have a really hard time turning off all those busy, anxious thoughts and the list of to-dos in my mind and focus on relaxing. And what has helped me for years now turn the world around me off and turn me on is Dipsy. Wow, Dipsy is top-notch okay spicy (laughs) dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short sexy audio stories that bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscape and realistic characters i mean they really have everything from stories about adventurous vacation flings to secret hot and heavy hookups and these stories by the way are hot they are not cheesy Mm -hmm. at all people always wonder and ask like are these cheesy no they are Sexy, sexy, okay? Dipsy is also radically inclusive. And oh, you've never heard celebrities like this before, okay? You can listen to stories voiced by celebs like ER Fightmaster, Luke Cook, and more. And my favorite thing is that new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, which I love to do, you can also find something new to explore. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. Trust me, you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash momdad. That's 30 days of full access for free whenever you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash momdad. Dipsystories.com slash momdad. So... So I want to give you all something to think about next time you're in a grocery store aisle, okay? Did you know that 700 million detergent jugs like laundry detergent wind up in our landfills every single year? Yes, I said 700 million, okay? It's terrible, but it's not like we can stop doing laundry. So what we did was switched to Earth Breeze. Our new Earth Breeze laundry detergent eco sheets look like dryer sheets, but they're not. They dissolve 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. It couldn't be easier, no measuring or mess, just toss them in. They really are incredible. Yeah, their packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic-free. Their eco sheets are vegan, cruelty-free, and dermatologically tested and safe for sensitive skin. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, and canceled. 
by you at any time without penalty. And with their buy one, get 10 initiative, each purchase donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice. A whopping 30 million loads have already been donated. I just absolutely love our Earth Breeze Eco Sheets. Not only are they so much better for the planet, it it's also just easier and less messy. These sheets don't take up nearly as much storage as those other massive laundry detergent jugs. And it gets our clothes so clean. You've got to try it. And if you don't like it, Earth Breeze will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. That is how mm. confident they are that you will love it. And I am confident you will love it as much as we do. Now's the time to try Earth Breeze because right now our listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash mom dad to get started. That's Earth earthbreeze.com slash mom dad for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash mom dad. Well, I mean, listen, the whole the whole date went swimmingly and, you know, dream date situation. Are you kidding me? I'm like, this is where then the cracks start to show where I know if I'm on the show, I'm starting to start. I'm losing it because now I'm nervous. She's coming up. She's bringing in. Of course, the producers have her walk in with 15 bags. The first thing she pulls out are the Jimmy Choo's. Also, I was noticing when she was opening up some, because I'm like, I don't feel like they did this much shopping. We didn't see this, at least. I felt like the different bags that she was opening, she was surprised at what she was opening. She's oh, yeah. like, oh, look at this. Leftovers from the lunch. It, it was <laughs> it's a pastrami sandwich. Like, oh. <laughs> Next <laughs> to the diamond. She's like, oh, sorry. Oh, not that one. Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she would open certain bags and be like, oh, this is cute. And I'm like, okay, so probably production literally handed, they're like, take these and walk in with them. Make you them can't feel keep them, But, you know, make them feel just like, you know, just absolutely riddled with jealousy because we're not getting the drama that we need and want this season. So, of course, we have to have the walk-in with all the bags. It's the walk-in. And, you know, she's... At least at least she was sort of the blue-collar girl from the season, from Vermont, farm, or whatever. You know, she didn't feel like she could compete, in, like, influencer-wise with some of these ladies. Matt James' season, he, Rachel Kirkconnell got that Pretty Woman date. She was like a fastball knocked out of the park when she got that date. At least with Gabby, I feel like it was an advantage she could it use. It took... Like, their relationship wasn't so quick so it's not like oh his first impression rose got that date or someone who he immediately had a deep connection with right but you know the producers were still going to try to to make it a thing because of course that's when we see greer begin to melt down more the week before she had already been struggling there was the situation where she started crying when she did not get the rose at the group date um and we knew that this episode it was going to just continue to get worse and worse. I did not expect that it was going to get worse and worse because of high tea. I did not think high tea was going to be what really said. Just latching on to something. Guys, I have a tea tattoo. Like what else, what else do you need to know about me? (laughs) When they zoomed up on the tea tattoo, I was laughing so hard that they were like, and you had to like zoom in on it. It just looks like a mole. (laughs) (laughs) That production was like, all right, put your arm out. We're going to take a photo of it so that we have the evidence that she actually does have a tea tattoo. That's how much she loves tea. But the tea is really, really what did it. And she had apparently told Zach previously, that she loved tea and that was she loves high tea so she was expecting that which I will say I probably would feel that too if I'm like oh we're in London we've had this conversation I'm his first impression Rose and I haven't gotten time yet so when there's a tea date because I told him I probably would get it what Greer isn't thinking about is that with production they're going to give you they're not going to give you ever what you want they're going to try to torture so Greer says I want high tea they're not going to give her the high tea date 
is T that strong of a thing? Like, it wasn't like she was an ex-pro volleyball player and he had a volleyball date. Like, yeah. t- no, that's how I felt. a beverage. <laughs> no, I felt like it's like, it's he, he knows I like wine. Yeah. And they drink wine without me. It's like, what? It's like what? I love sunlight, and they're gonna go out on a boat How where the sun dare is. They? How dare yeah. they go out in the sun like that? And it's really weird to also be like, and FYI, I mentioned this to him. It's like you know he wasn't clocking the fact that you like tea. Like I'm gonna remember he she likes white wine. Yeah. So anytime the white wine comes up, I'm bringing Greer. Yeah, it wasn't like, specific enough. It's not no, a personality uh, trait to like tea. I think that's where there was a bit of a miss. Unless you're British, but there's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, right. but, I personally don't like tea. I have the opposite stance. Dude, don't take me on a tea date. Yeah, I enjoy the <laughs> I enjoy the pastry part, but the yes. tea, I, I'll take that coffee the only instead. Part. That's the thing. It's like lobster. I don't like lobster. Well, but you got to put butter on it. If you need to put butter on it, it's not good. <laughs> I like butter on a biscuit. I'll eat a dry biscuit. Lobster, no one eats dry. If you can't eat something dry, you don't like it. That's, that a, good, that's a good very uh, true. thing to not like. Yeah. It's very I expensive. I don't do exoskeletons, bro. Oh, uh, you don't I'm do white, aliens? I'm from New England, but I'm like white trash. I'm like uh, fish and chips. I'm fried clam strips. <laughs> Fry the lobster I'm and then we're good. Oysters are rich people jello shots. You ever yeah. see rich people eat Oof. oysters? No one likes these things. Oh, you gotta put sauerkraut <laughs> in it. Then it's not good. It tastes like salty nuts. Oysters. <laughs> oysters are intense. Intense. It's, it's aggressive. It makes me dry heave a little bit. Yeah. It, it is funny. It is like, it's almost like probably like coffee. If you think about it, it's like everyone goes, oh, the first time they have coffee when they're a kid and then you just keep drinking it and keep drinking it. And then all of a sudden you just like it one day kind you of. develop a taste. But like. That's why I think uh, people who drink decaf coffee are like maybe psychos. Yeah. Because you're like, wait, you just love the taste? Yeah, oh, duels. <laughs> <Okay, yeah, yeah. laughs> like, you like the taste of this? Or are you like doing it because you're here or you want to wake up? Or like yeah. oysters are like because we're at oysters. Yeah. Like we go out. But no one's just like at home eating oysters by themselves. Dude, some people are. Uh, I went to an oyster party. They're like, we shipped them in. I'm like, I don't care where they came from. I'm not eating your cold No, yeah. I want to know someone who eats oysters alone. <laughs> yeah. You right know what I mean? Like, who's just like, Oh man, I'm gonna watch some TV. I got my oysters. Yeah, like, oysters no one does that. Decaf. And yeah. like, <laughs> don't want to be too sedated yeah. while I eat these things. Got to taste all of it. <laughs> Are we in love now? I think we're in love. I think we're in love. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna <laughs> have a party where I bring you oysters just just to throw you off. Tea, tea and oyster night. Like, well, this guy's a liar. <laughs> um. Well. The high tea was a trigger, not an oyster uh, decaf date. She didn't want that. She wanted the high tea. And this is where, okay, my personal opinion in this situation was that if I am sitting in this room like last week, like for Kat, okay, now I have to comfort even though I'm excited. And it's a different energy to me if we're dealing with the last two people who haven't gotten a one-on-one but half of the room at this point hasn't gotten a one-on-one. Yeah. So kind of the focus of like, but this was the date I wanted. And then last week, that's where I was like, I'd have a hard time being patient in this situation going, we're all going through this right now. We're all absolutely stressed. We're all absolutely jet lagged and half of us haven't gotten a one-on-one. So I don't know what this focus is. And then when there's the celebration, like, you know, when all of a sudden charity received her one-on-one, um, even though she did not get it. Uh, but when Charity received her one-on-one and everyone around is crying and upset, it's like, I I empathize so much with that feeling. I'd be so bummed out. I'd go into my hotel room, I'd lock the door and I'd bawl. But when you're sitting next to the person, it feels a little more like inside yeah. thoughts. Like You're he, complaining in the audition line with all the other people that didn't get the part <laughs> exactly. too. 
It's like, yeah, we get it. We understand. Yeah, this we isn't this isn't fair. This isn't socialism. No. Everybody doesn't get a one-on-one date. Some people get two. Yeah, Life's that's not the thing. Fair. It sucks. And that's the, that's the issue that I'm like, okay, let the person celebrate for one moment and then have your moment maybe privately or when they're gone on their one-on-one date, one-on-one date and we can all cry together as a giant unit who has not received one-on-ones. But I had to just shout out charity in this episode. Like, mind-blowing to me the fact that Greer was having the high tea meltdown and Charity just like followed her out into the hall and was like talking her through it and she's like it's okay we're all processing through that and Greer was a little bit like but I wanted the high tea and and Charity didn't react in the way we all wanted the high tea we all wanted the high tea (laughs) we all wanted that but she was just there holding her hand and present just shout out to that woman she seems like an incredible person absolutely and the people that play cool like Jess is gonna come off great uh, assuming she's going to get a tough, tough go. She's going to, she's going to come out great because she's been optimistic and hasn't complained. She's doing the process and it's not going to work out for her. I'm guessing. I don't yes. have any spoil. I'm just guessing. And she's going to be crushed and the audience is going to love her that much more for it versus the people that are kind of channeling their lack of control with anger. We're seeing anger, fear, sad. Well, they're all the same feeling, right? Mm-hmm. They're all like, I can't control this situation. I'm either mad or sad. It's whatever. It's all the, that's why my wife gets mad at me. I'm like, oh, you're sad. You're not, <laughs> not this is an anger. You just, you yeah, know, just hug, hug yeah, it out. Yeah. Uh, but that's what it is. But um, the people that turn it into anger, like with Greer, she's like, I don't give him a pass. You know, she starts to play this game. Oh, yeah. That was two, cool. like, two things can be right. We can be we can not like the way that Zach handled the Greer uh, Zoom call, but we can also be like, come on, Greer. Like, you're not, you're not you don't know. The guy could be he could be shitting his pants right now. Like, he's not, you know, if, if she if he canceled the date. And then he's, she saw him, you know, playing bocce outside with his buddies. Then it'd be like, okay, exactly. Zach's an asshole. That was the other thing that was kind of blowing my mind during this episode. And again, the two things can be true moment yeah. where we were seeing when everyone initially found out Zach can't come. He is not feeling well. Then that turned into the, the evening portion and then the COVID announcement. And it was and again, this might be fully edited and maybe everyone was like, expressing their sorrow and worry for him and that was taken out but pretty much all we saw from most everyone except like a like charity and katie was uh you know i'm upset about this and this is so frustrating and again that's the two things can be true it's like listen I would be so I'm like, I am so jet lagged. We've now flown to London, still haven't gotten time with time with him, haven't seen him for a week. And now this is happening like this is so stressful. Now I want to get back to my job. Are we going to keep filming? What's going on? All of those worries. But also then there's that moment where you're like, was there not going to be a beat of concern for this man that you're all vying for? Like, is anyone like, gonna... he better be sick and it better be bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like... Everyone's like, I feel, I feel stood up. I feel this. And I'm like, I wish that I wish the note would have read, Hey ladies, I'm super sorry to tell you that golf ran late. And I had too many white claws with the boys. I will be playing another 18. I am sorry to let you know that we, I will not see you for another 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> As I nurse this hangover. That's how they took it. They it's took like, it that way. That's literally yeah, how it was like, taken. I was like, it wait a second. Like, Gabby and I got so drunk last night that the hangover is too bad that I will not be showing up. Like, There's some know. great courses in London and I just wanted to see a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, like, they're like, they turn the TV on, they're watching Wimbledon. They just see him in the center court. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, mom. He's hanging out. <laughs> now, I mean, look, anyone who's been ghosted 
on. It's like they better have cancer right, because right. I will not accept that they just didn't like me. Right. But, uh, you know, I don't know. They can't channel their anger towards they can't, the producers. So I guess they just see everything as Zach. Everything's built on this cult leader mentality where if they can just all focus on Zach, then they live or die by getting his approval and all of yeah. that. And it really takes them out of the. It just goes to show how quickly people can spiral when taking out of a normal environment. That's yes. what the show is really all about. A thousand percent. They're two weeks into not having and their guess cell what? Guilty right here. If I'd be on, there's a reason I never. Well, I mean, we were together for a long time, but if I was that's single, <laughs> that's just a little reason. But if I was single, I could not. I would not audition for this show because I know for a fact I would break. Oh yeah. Like there's no way I wouldn't be having a full meltdown at this point of the season. Yeah. And we're we're a little older in 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 twenties. Oh my gosh, what's oh, my twenties? I'd be breaking me? now. Check me out at twenty five. You, no. My wife, Bad it, news. my wife would be the villain on her eyebrows alone. She looks like a, I'm always like, honey, what's wrong with you? She's like, I'm not nothing. I'm just thinking. I'm like, you look like an asshole. That's what you look like. But you know, like yeah, you, they're all. It's uh, I hate to relate. I hate to relate it to like animals in a zoo but like you ever you ever been to a zoo and like all of a sudden the the the, the animals just start fighting out of nowhere or something yeah. there's it's like they everything the tripwire can be hit so easily when you take away people's jobs they're things they do for fun yes. they're all just wired and ready to go and now we five weeks in we're at the point where you start counting backwards and you go well there's only x amount of days for group dates left and um you know and you start like freaking out whereas the first couple weeks you're like all right Maybe next week will be mine. You have this like sort of like uh, you don't have the same doubt that you have the longer it goes. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we're that that's then we're seeing the breaking that's beginning to happen. And then this obviously quadrupled it with the whole sick with Zach's illness. Um, but we see then the women. We see Greer. She's starting to trip out. And Charity, <laughs> Charity is being an angel and standing by her. And uh, then, of course, we have the Gabby moment where she walks down the hall that was an amazing and one. hits them with her bags. And it's funny. And because of course she's in, and of course, uh, uh, Greer is sitting in front of her room. Yeah. I mean, short, short of the Jimmy Choo bag slapping <laughs> Greer in the face. Well, <laughs> it couldn't have been more insulting. No, Producers were probably like, Oh yeah, uh, Greer, have a seat here in the one space that you can't walk around right, right, yeah, right yeah, in this, front of her room. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I'd rather go to the closet. No, this lighting right here. It's perfect. You're glowing like right here, right in front of the tugboat and in the like, canal. Gabby can come on through. You can go back to your room now. She's like, sorry. She's like, sorry. Gabby, your room's down there. And she just zips back and forth. Greer's like, sorry. It was so brutal. The, the dress is just like... Gabby had her game face on. She was like, I got to get ready. My, yeah. I know. My, my game, this is only halftime for me. <laughs> she was like, I got to get my princess dress like, sorry, on. ladies, I'm so hungry. Just like <laughs> high heel steps on Greer's hand, <laughs> just crunching bones. Hey, that's the season. Oh, that is the season. Well, the women end up going on that uh, the day portion of the date, the double-decker bus. And at first, it was just such a bad vibe like the rain is pouring everyone is so just like this is the worst i hate this and i was watching it going oh my god for the love of god just throw back some like beer or mimosa and try to have a good time like this is your day out i know you all are trapped in your hotel rooms 24 7 yeah. other than when you have these moments of getting out just enjoy the day took a turn they ended up enjoying the day but then we're um definitely disappointed at the end of the night when Zach then didn't show up to the night portion which I was dying over the fact that the producers had them both times get fully dressed fully ready 
show up and then drop the bomb. Actually, by and the way, he won't he was, be coming. Then it was positive like two days earlier. It was just like so obvious. It would have been great if he did his thing and then stood up and just showed off his <laughs> boxers. <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you just see this this rigmarole, this sort of a th- theater that that exists. You know, we had uh, Greer won the chugging, the beer chugging contest, yes. dropped a lot of beer. Yes. She spilled a lot yeah. of beer. Spilled a that, lot of beer. And not to be tic tac but I was like, ooh, I don't so know. Like, it's like when you shotgun and then like most of it goes on the ground. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, it's just in her hair. You're like, oh, I don't know if that counts. Yeah. But um, yeah, they had fun. I mean, I feel bad. I always watch that and feel bad for like the tour guide. He's like telling his wife, I'm going to be on some big American show. And then the star of the show doesn't show up and everything. That but is yeah. Brutal. Oh, gosh. I didn't I even think of, about that. I wish the show Tragic. would fuck a little bit more with them and like have some dudes hit on them at the bar. Yeah. The, the, show, yeah. the show steers away from that. But it'd be nice to just throw in a couple like soccer hooligans yeah. to just like spit some game and see what's right. going. No, I, it's yeah. so true. In the past, they've had a few times where like they've had like the sound guy hits on someone or right. whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, happened. Yeah. They've literally like you know caught a guy jumping out of a window, right? Like a yes. production guy. I mean, yes. hey, shit happens when you party, right? <laughs> but like, I just want a little bit more of that because there's too much isolated power with Zach. The lead gets. That this is why it. I think Bachelorette works out better. Although I know in recent seasons. The Bachelorette's probably the same bad rate as far as like uh, success, but at least Bachelorettes don't, they know what to do with the power mm-hmm. of selection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bachelors don't know what to do. They've got, so all of a sudden Zach's like just becoming a ty- tyrannical dictator here, <laughs> full monarchy mode because he gets control in a real life. If he treated some of them that way, there'd be another cute guy at the bar. They'd say, thanks, yeah. but no thanks. A thousand percent. I would love to see a moment to have the lead, like have Zach sweat in that bar where all of a sudden it's like, oh, such and such was talking to who now? You almost want him to compete. Like if there was a way to be like, yeah, okay, we have five other random guys and, and him, you got to all go up to the girl and hit on them and see what they do and like make him sweat a little, like flip the script. Or just like, real life. Yeah. The ability real. that someone else can take them out on a date mid-season. Yeah. Every guy's been in a bar and you're like, I'm going to go hit on that beautiful woman. You start going in your head like, oh man, she's going to be the mother of my kids. It's <laughs> white picket fence. And then some other like loser just swipes in and gets her and you're like, oh man, <laughs> I guess it's, and, and then you learn and you go, I got to take my shot and then you do you learn those things you walk right up and they go no thanks you're like okay yeah. white picket fence the friend is like doing this thing i can't <laughs> yeah. tell how many women have done the no thanks move when i'm just trying to like white dance my way up to somebody <laughs> they're like yeah they we've done. all done with it <laughs> um, okay so all the women hear that Zach's got COVID and everybody is, uh, you know, again, aside from a moment with like with Charity, bless her. I'm really hoping for Bachelorette vibes. Um, but, you know, most everyone's just like, well, he stood us up. He's not going to do this again. I had grace once and I will not have grace again. I'm like, this man has COVID. He can't do anything about this. Let's have a little bit of empathy again. Yeah, they want like a doctor's note. Yeah, like, do you not believe I him? Like, see him let's have, let, let's swab this for me. If this is a man you're interested in spending the rest of your life with, like, let's have a little bit of empathy for the fact that this is a stressful situation in which he does not feel good. But then Katie has a moment um, in which. She delivers the basket of goodies, goes to his door, and then they have their their moment, which, of course, as a viewer, is very telltale to, number one, the producers love, love Katie. And this is definitely front-runner vibes because, you know, 
a lot of us know that when you get this is an opportunity given to you like it's highly likely that katie asked like i would love to bring him something she seems like such a sweet woman that was mm-hmm. like okay this is how when i don't feel good like i'd like someone to check in on me she asked but i'm sure there were other people who asked as well and it was shot down and so it was that was a very defining moment like these two definitely already have a intense connection she seems like a wonderful person and now the producers are allowing this to happen and for them to have this extra time and they did the whole montage Mm. she had a whole flashback sequence from two weeks ago and she was given the overnight date already i mean yeah overnight date that early and then and then a flashback scene this is either this is either the front runner or bachelorette. I think it's like one it of has the, to the, the old Bob Ross, like a happy accident, right? Because the, the producers have a full, a full wall of the, what they, what kind of shots they want to get. Half of that gets cut out because of COVID. Of All course. the like, yeah. p- petty cat fights, whatever would have happened. Something would have happened. They no longer have that. Yes. So now they're like, all right. And we, I talked about this on my live stream yesterday. It's kind of like, um, they call it bottle episodes mm-hmm. um, on a sitcom. It's like, they'll they'll like show a lot they'll have like everyone's trapped in an elevator and then they'll just do like remember that time last year and they'll just like do the replay scenes it was kind of like that it's able it's a way to like get time spent when you don't have any new content so they yes. just brought they're like all right we'll make a lovely montage i don't think they were doing it for any other reason than they had two minutes to fill <laughs> like right. they were like how, how much can we show here but then she was the one who was chosen exactly right yeah. so there's because something like, oh, yeah, to we, that like we can highlight this love story yes clearly they know zach's really into her and all that and then yeah she she gets the chance to nurture him which in, in any relationship if you're ever given the chance i cut my finger during the pandemic my wife's calling urgent cares i'm like oh yeah she's still looking out for me like you <laughs> You don't know what the other person's capable of doing until you're in this dire situation. Yeah. Yes. I feel like as a guy, so you're always trying to be like stoic or whatever. But now here he is like, you know, you just see this vulnerable. We didn't get to see him, but I'm assuming he was shriveled up on the corner right next to her. It would have yes. been great to have a side shot of both of them. Yeah. Yes. Like if this was an actual rom-com, you'd have yeah. that you'd split have the full, shot. Yes. Where they're yes. both looking at yeah. each other. Then they both look away. Then they both look. Right. At this point, the camera crew had left Zach's room where they were there before. And also I'm sitting there going, what about Gabby? Are we not? Are we not? I isolating is gabby not getting tested like she's sitting there with she the women when they announce like yeah. i'm just like what is happening with production i don't understand i need all the behind the scenes information of how this is allowed it, they do spread it out and it might have been like if they didn't legally have to test people they didn't want to just because like right. maybe half of them are positive who know i have no idea what yeah, the rules and regulations the are you never is. you never have what you don't test for you know what there I mean? it is oh my <laughs> the old college, the old college right there. Uh, but i would have loved if they just like pulled focus away from away from uh katie and they just showed greer in the foreground still crying yeah yeah, yeah. she'd been <laughs> there just, for like, just, 24 like, hours there, yeah, eating some chinese food or something. i was really hoping for a make out between zach and katie on the door like i was really hoping for a door kiss like a yeah. very wild inappropriate maybe grabbing inappropriate parts of the door something give yeah. us a little something more so than the zoom kiss i'm like let's do this whole door action. we're all feeling each it's other very interesting when logan had covid there was this big conspiracy that he didn't have covid because they just kind of cut him loose right they just cut yeah, him that loose was wild. versus obviously the lead they can't do that right uh, but it would have been interesting to see how they handled the logan situation because i i mean we had uh, every every sort of a possible thought people thought maybe he hooked up with someone uh you know that worked on the virgin cruise line <laughs> right people did he get there abducted and he's stuck in the red light district so many yeah. theories and like the guy's just sneezing in his cabin by himself and they're he's like, like i'm just here. lonely and sick <laughs> yeah by the way logan was at the show did yes, you get to see logan, logan was at the show yes he seemed like a lovely guy lovely guy, lovely moms, guy. moms love him 
Everyone yes, no, him. the women were definitely, when they found out that Logan was there, all the heads turned. Yeah, he's coming know. to my show Thursday, if anyone's been San Diego, I have another oh, show in San Diego. Oh, shout out, where in San Diego? Um, it's in Pacific Beach, um, I don't know, I'll post on my Instagram, I okay. think it's for your We'll cheap. put the link in the episode it's a dating, notes. It's a dating show, and yeah, Logan's gonna come, and there'll probably be some other Bachelor people there. So that's people fun, fun. Yeah. that's very fun. Shameless plug. I love a shameless, well it's so good, I'm telling the people, you gotta go, you gotta go. Oh, I'm gonna it's bomb this it. one, you don't have two good sets in a row like that, no. <laughs> Nothing like driving three hours home after a good bomb, hating yourself, looking at the stars. <laughs> what is life? We've all, been, we've all been there in the desert alone. Oh, what God. is life? The desert of your mind. Yeah, the worst kind. That's what I call my mind, the desert. And I'm alone all Tumbleweeds. the time. <laughs> Self-doubt. It's just... Well, the worst things up there. Um, okay, so I mean, basically, for the, for the most part, we yeah. see kind of like the interaction with some of the women in the hotel room and the stress and the nerves yeah. and the he bailed on us vibe. But other than, I mean, the dates getting canceled and then charity's date getting canceled, which that was the only thing, by the way, with the whole Katie moment. I love Katie. She seems amazing, but I was kind of pissed that that wasn't the opportunity given to charity that it's like, okay, yeah. if you're going to cancel her one-on-one -on -one date, first of all, make sure that she does get an actual one-on-one, -on -one, but also let her have that moment with Zach. Like yeah. let Jared or charity oh, have that moment. Right. She should have had that moment. That should have been yeah. charity. But I guess they didn't have much. They wouldn't have had much footage to pull for her to get her own sort of montage. That's true. Date. And they needed time to fill with this half episode where yeah. there was no dates. As if the show wasn't already stretched so thin. Oh now. And they shouldn't be. There should be so, there's so many conversations that are edited down that I think they could keep. I think they really underestimate the attention span of audiences but it's just like this is standard old school broadcast television we live in a weird time where we still have broadcast tv i was watching american idol on my hulu and i pay for the no ads that shit flies by right you One got person singer, after I'm person crying just yeah. loving it oh they sang, they sang with their dad all these things when you watch that on terrestrial tv and there's an ad every three minutes you want to gouge your eyes out. yeah you get taken out of it for right. sure for yeah. sure i wish they had more on the show more like behind the scenes conversations with all the women or the men in the mansion or the hotels. I'm like, I want big brother vibes. I want the behind the scenes of what's like the relationship the dynamic more so than the romance. I like the uh, the human dynamic with the people yeah. who are all living every together. episode for more content. Go to our YouTube channel. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why our type of y y content exists. I've been saying this forever. The, the amount of money it would cost for the show to have a studio in L.A., New York, Chicago and Nashville chump change. They don't do a pre-episode i do a pre-episode and an after episode live stream they don't have tea time with becca kufrin they could have literally have wells showing up to do an hour and a half before and after every show just to talk about a this thousand percent they don't do it i don't i don't get it hire all of us guys yeah. <laughs> now the second if i'm on their payroll no, they're like no. no we don't talk about this anymore like, <laughs> no, okay. that's gonna be a hard pass um all right well what they definitely decided to um go low budge for was the virtual cocktail party and the virtual rose ceremony because for the love of god this is a huge show and they don't have anything set up in like the whole holding the ipad for the virtual cocktail party my blood was boiling like that thing is set up in the corner there's not a stand this can be on so that these poor women are trying to figure out where they should sit or if they should hold it charity's like sitting next to it leaning in greer's like on the other side of the room being like hello it's like and then they can't see themselves they just strapped the ipad to that british guy <laughs> just strap it yeah. to his face and have him just 
pretend to be an animatronic. But he just has an American accent now because yeah. he forgot about Some it. Philly, he's forgot just the, like, the no, continuity. if they're going to do this to me, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not playing with the, uh, the British accent anymore. You're just getting me. No, but that was blowing my mind. Like, the lighting's not great. I mean, oh my God, you guys, this could have been done. It could have looked and yeah, sounded they, they so much all better. the lighting and then immediately the girl picks the iPad up and turns around yeah, and yeah, yeah, shows yeah. the Yeah, you see the lighting and then also they don't allow the women to see their face, which Why was Why couldn't mean. they just do some bubble boy stuff? Okay, Go to Home you said Depot this. and get a plexiglass divider. I wanted this. I wanted for the rose ceremony, I wanted him in a bed like this, like the Godfather <laughs> and, and he's in a plexiglass dome and then all the girls walk up to him and he's like, <laughs> I don't, I need, like, will you accept this rose? And then he's like, it was nice meeting you. And he's just like in bed like this I'm in like sure. this big room in like the conference room of like this hotel. And then he, he just leaves. He's like, you know, it's like you're saying bye to the Godfather before I'm he passes. I'm sure Zach would have appreciated that more than he could have stayed cozy in a bed instead of having Put to get a, in a fucking suit on. Suit, one yeah. of those scuba. There's so many things they could have done that. And again, maybe the, I don't know, whatever. Maybe there's they were just, probably a lot of rules yeah, and I'm regulation just, around. It, I, I don't know if the if the grocery store lady can have the divider. Yeah, up, right, I think right. we can figure this out. Well, I'm also like if Gabby's in the room after being with him. Like, I don't understand what I don't understand yeah. what's going and on. And that's I a question a lot of people have been asking is like, what is the timeline there with Gabby? I mean, you, he like, what did I mean? You don't just get COVID. They no. were they were it takes typically a few days. So they had just made out and then she's sitting with the women and they don't automatically pull her. I'm like, if I'm one of the women, I'm her. like, yeah, don't so you, you're not thinking about it. Yeah, I was if I'm one of the women sitting there, I'm like looking at Gabby like I don't want to like point Gabby out. Everyone's but like, like, excuse me, like I I don't I don't want to catch but COVID. How good is it that it happened week five and not fantasy suites? Can you imagine oh. if they oh, give an iPad gosh. with uh, just a thing of tissues and like, how about some cyber sex? <laughs> you're trying to have cyber sex, you got one of those Zoom backgrounds on. You're like, I'm in Tahiti. <laughs> They're just kind of like, what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> I love that. We've all been there. Somewhere in the ether, there's like some cyber sex. by Pornhub, and yeah. it's just like the sponsored, like... <laughs> Mobile, uh, T-Mobile, 4G, so yeah. you don't buffer yeah. when you're buffing it. Well, brought to you by Lubriderm. <laughs> Kleenex. They like, they zoom in, they have all these products for each person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. No, that's so true. <laughs> Much better timing for this. But I also don't understand. I get that it costs a ton of money, but this show is so cheap and the fact that they weren't able to just push it a few days the fact that they literally went through with this virtual rose ceremony and again made zach go through this whole thing full suit keeping like how how long those uh virtual the virtual cocktail part was i have no idea even though i was thinking if you're one of the women who hasn't gotten time with him that is actually kind of nice because you know you're not yeah. gonna get stolen you actually have some one-on-one -on -one time with him that would be fun if they did still steal <laughs> Kylie spiraling or whoever it was, someone spiraling out of control and you're like, can I just, and you just like pull the, you just slide the <laughs> yeah. iPad over. Yeah. 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 He literally stole the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> literally he's just pulling he it just back like and forth. intercept the feed. Yeah, one of them's a hacker and just bust the feed. <laughs> they come oh. into the other circle. Hey guys. I've taken over the channel. Yeah, uncharted territory. We, we made it this far into this pandemic, three years before the lead gets COVID. Can you imagine when the show's all about, you know, hand jobs and puckering each other? <laughs> it's just, I mean, not to be too visual, but like, it's literally the opposite of social distancing is this show. I How know. did they make it through? Claire season. It is quite jarring. And now here we are. And they decided to go, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to do the virtual rose ceremony. That to me 
felt like you're giving up ABC. That felt like we know our ratings have been low. Fuck it. We'll just throw it in instead of just waiting out like five days, making sure everyone's good and then going forward. I mean, how romantic would it have been? You know, those suites where they have the be- the door that connects the suites? Just yeah. slide a plexiglass up. Yeah. yeah and you could Dude, see him on the other foam, side. Foam around it. Really airtight it. Two hands up against Two, the glass. Yeah. Some Titanic draw stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> draw the heart in the, in the, in the, uh, in the condensation. The I had this, I had, um, band in a band in high school we were St. Patrick's Day Parade so we were all in uh, New York City for this band trip we were performing there and there was a giant uh, uh, a tent dividing the different bands so uh, there was another school on the other side of this clear tent I had a sticker that said kiss me I'm Irish and I knocked on this tent and uh, there was a, a girl you know and she and I said that, that and she kissed me through the thing oh that's Hi- romantic that was a highlight of my house that's super, romantic super virgin <laughs> moment I was like I think I'm in third base after that move <laughs> Yeah, they could have had any of these. Right. could have been so Anything. romantic. And it would have been it actually really fun to been. watch and a lot to talk about. Yeah. And then it also would have been like, yes, a, a moment to talk about, but also then a moment too for these, the women who so Kylie and Mercedes end up getting sent home. And you're like having to get sent home with a screen also knowing I might also potentially have COVID now. So who knows if they have to isolate. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, this is nice the parting worst gift. parting gift of all time after we just flew now to London and here we are stuck That'd and this is how it ended. Merchandise. Like I went on The Bachelor. All I got was COVID. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, they, I mean, cause they're now week five. You're in the, t- you're in this part of the season where the Bachelor walks you out. Yes. And it's no, it's no longer like goodbye. It's no, kind of like. you get your moment. You get your moment. Yeah. Yes, and, and they don't get that. And so it was Charity who didn't have the one-on-one. Is that who it was? Yes. So Charity. yeah, I mean the butterfly effect there. Who, who knows what? It, yeah, I she mean, might not get it. If they don't give her a one-on-one, that'll be the most outrageous bullshit of all time. Like if they are like, well, that was considered your one-on-one. Did you think she's in the Bachelorette running? I think so. I'd put money if I had to on Susie still, Susie Evans. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Just, I, I see the content of like yeah. well, she's her, a good content. She's person. an amazing content yeah. creator. Like mm. she's been crushing social mm. media. Yeah, yeah. And she's, she's stayed single, even though there's been. I'm sure her DMs have been busy. <laughs> I'm sure in her DMs are packed with yeah. offers. But I think I think the show could use a little bit of that. Like she's got the humor, but also like the guys would fight all over her. But I don't know enough about Charity or most of the people from this season, so we'll have to see who the friend. I mean, by the end of the season, the top four. There should be like a breakout star of yes. who it might be, you yes. know, second or third place. I'm imagining top four. Our guest was Charity, Katie, uh, Kat, and Gabby. Like it seems pretty Ariel. clear. No, Ariel, Ariel, that's true. No, we were talking about Ariel too. Stop traffic. Yeah, the traffic stops. They're yes. just gorgeous humans inside and out. They really are. They've all got so many perks uh, to them that they could all carry the season. All, well, all of them are amazing. It's more like who does it seem like Zach is like hyper focused on, and those five women seem definitely to have the most like hyper focused. Now, what was very interesting to me, so we'll see how this carries on, is the fact that Zach did keep Greer after all of that. So it's like, okay, is he not liking her? And that's why he like was like snapped at her. And then producers are wanting him to keep her around to maybe do a whole villain situation or, or drama in some way. Um, or was that him having a tired, sick moment and he s- likes her and wants to keep her around? I'm really interested to see like kind mm. of what it's going to play out with yeah. that because I, I was know. surprised it sucks to be sick uh, I wouldn't want my spouse to be also an asshole if they were sick that's that's my Correct. whole thing with Zach Correct. just like yes. um, d- people that are assholes don't generally know that they're being an asshole in the moment they're not reading the room that and, was a moment that was very much like interesting took a note 
Yeah. Does he want like a situation where the wife doesn't work and she just like fawns over his job? I again, I could be reading into it. Some people I don't get generally really, do this. Some people yeah. get kind of rude when they get sick. Yeah. Like some people get like on edge and they're like, like I had a buddy who was like that. He was totally normal. And then when he would get sick, he'd get so mad that his girlfriend wasn't like bringing over stuff regularly and like taking care of him. Like he'd be like, yeah, it's bullshit, That's dude. Like 20 red flags. No, it was just interesting. It was like, he would just kind of turn into like an angry sick person. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe he just gets, I when he gets sick, I think I would feel in. that benefit if it was the, the only issue, the Anastasia convo and how he keeps bringing up how Rachel wasn't, I mean, he's basically, rather than saying him and Rachel weren't meant to be, he's basically saying she isn't who I thought she was. He's calling her a fraud. The whole Rachel thing, and we hadn't ever really discussed this, but the big, the big flag to me with the whole Rachel piece was that I remember him saying that it felt like an interview. And all I could think about was <clears throat> if I am literally like days away from potentially getting proposed to by someone, the second that door closes and I'm getting a vibe that we might not be on the same page with certain things i'm given an interview i'm figuring out where do you line pub where do you like affiliate politically like where are you like are you religious i would do a full interview this is my only time to do it and i wouldn't want that exposed on air have this like deep personal conversation where i'm interviewing him so when he brought up that interview uh you know a little while ago that it felt like an interview i was like oh i'd do that if yeah. i was the lead too i'd want to know everything you're gonna get i'm gonna get engaged to you i don't know what your social media looks like what if i get engaged to you and the second i get engaged to you i log on to social media and we are not aligned honey yeah. like well, that's and it's like a that, shock. Um, that stand-up bit that i wrote for that show was about like if you're in the fantasy suite you have to ask questions like where were you on january 6th you have to like <laughs> so, suddenly yeah. be like or, are you yeah, crazy like, excuse yeah. me you know, like, where were you like, because you, you don't still, know yeah. i'd be doing a full interview because I don't know what you're like. I've only met you a couple times at this point. Like you're getting an er interview. Yeah. And if you have a problem with it and you feel like that's me being cold, like, well, I guess yeah. that's on you to be honest, because I need to find this out if we're going to yeah. get married. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm very interested with this whole Zach dynamic. I've written, I've taken the notes and I've been like, Okay, observe that. New, yeah, new, uh, new, new trait unlocked. New, yeah, new trait unlocked <laughs> where I'm it, like, uh, You know what it's okay. like? It's like you're a teacher and you just had lunch with another teacher who says, watch out for this one. That's where I'm at. I'm going, okay, we've seen a few different things happen. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it's over and that's it. But I'm starting to look with, with the razor focus, how he handles the people he's not that into yep. and those types of conversations. Yep. And I'm very interested specifically with Jess, with this one-on-one -on -one, to see yeah, what that looks like. If that was editing or if it looks like what it looks like to me, I don't feel like I'm going to feel very happy I'm about it. I'm angry dad already. Yeah. Don't, don't mess with my sparkle queen. Don't mess with Jess. Oh, she's so mess. kind. And you know what? Her Instagram is always a million other girls sharing her or women sharing her uh, like like the night of the show the, they'll always have like other people will tag them in it all these watch parties she's got like this she's got all these friends she seems to be so well liked yes everyone seems to that. love her well when she was rooftop with the double decker bus when everyone at first was like this is the worst and I can't and this is uh, what a nightmare Jess was like oh my god look over there and then like <laughs> the, she might have she then, might have gotten the farthest with the least amount of words Oh, no, genuinely. That's so true. But then the bagpipe player, and she's like, oh, my God, look, the bagpipe yeah, player. And she was trying sweet. to, like, let's she's get so, yeah, this like, party she going. She could have, like, her husband takes her camping for their 10-year reunion. She's like, outdoors, pine trees. Like, she'll <laughs> always, like, yeah, love like positivity. It. Glitter. Don't like, take advantage of her niceness. <laughs> no, do not. Do not. So we will see. We'll see what next up. We didn't get a preview for next episode. So who knows if the COVID will continue. I, I sure hope that they take a fucking beat, and then we are able to start when it's not virtually 
anymore. That's a strong pro- poss- Yeah, their travel days. They'll they'll he'll be back. Sure hope so. We didn't see the preview specifically for next week though, so it makes me scared that we're seeing virtual stuff. So yeah. I'm gets, knock on Gabby wood. gives everyone it, and then he's free, and then they're all on Zoom. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe they just do a scuba date. They don't have yeah. to, you know, just put masks on. That's under very Avatar. true. Well, Dave, thank you so much for, for coming here and recapping with awesome. us. You are amazing. Can you please just plug, plug away? We'll have everything in the episode notes I want to well. thank you guys for, for, for being so welcoming, but for putting on a superb show. Your oh, technical gosh. audio, everything about y'all, <laughs> and, and it's it's usually someone's got really good tech, but then there are like, hmm, personalities. You guys, it's unfair. I'd, I'd listen to you guys over like a oh, phone call quality. So this is Dave. just the audience is so lucky to have you. I'm so excited for oh your gosh. continued growth. With that said, every afternoon, yes. every afternoon, including during my honeymoon, I will be making <laughs> just two hours no, a day. No one works harder than that Dave so Neal. The man does not sleep. He I had content sleep. at my wedding. Trust me, there's content every afternoon. Bachelor Rush Hour, the podcast top 10 entertainment news. We launched it in the fall. Still growing. I'm going to be doing you. First of all, you are on my Mount Rushmore of podcasts I've wanted to do. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you asked me before I really begged. We are but so honored. We I, can't like, like I've told you before, we are like so such big consumers of your content. Yeah. We just yeah. love everything you put out. So thank you. Well, it's sir. fun. Oh yeah. Thanks. But it's, you know, it's just fun. It's fun how they're like, some people stick to each other within the community, but I think it's just an energy thing. And you guys have an optimism as you watch the show. Some people, some people like feed this negative thing. You guys don't do that. And I, and I respect that because it'd be too easy to do that. But yeah, every afternoon I compile all the day's news, all the bachelor happy hour clips. No one wants to listen to. I'll just find the pertinent stuff, smacking all into a, um, a podcast and i really sit at 4 p.m east coast every day fantastic so if, if so if everyone who's listening this comes out wednesday right yes you can, my latest episode that i just released has a clip of katie thurston and uh, my q a from the live show oh my god i can't Perfect. wait so i'm gonna relive it i'm gonna listen and katie relive approves them i'll continue to share <laughs> snippets but they might be heavily bleeped this one is uncensored it's uh involving blake moines so oh people can go check that out i'm gonna relive it i'm gonna listen again and relive because it was too good dave we so appreciate thank you. you thank yeah, you so much. Air hugs. Air yeah. hugs. Yeah. Air hugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again so much to Dave Neal. Wow, king. we just absolutely love Dave. Yes. Everything about Dave will be in the episode notes, of course. Mm-hmm. We love him. Thank you so much, yes. Dave. Before we wrap this episode, yeah. should we do some call home moments? I mean, we would never miss this. We would I mean, never this is, miss it. This is we would never miss the time to just to talk to our kids and say, hey, you know, we would never fix your it. life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we need to hear from our family. Are you kidding me? This is a family time. We got to have this family time together. So let's do it. Let's, let's jump go. in. Let's jump in. Hey, mom and dad. I'm just calling in to get some advice on my current situation with my partner. Um, backstory, we've been together for seven years and have two small kids together, one and three years old. Um, and lately, just everything that he does just annoys me and I just feel like I'm always in a bad mood and annoyed when we're both home together hanging out um and it's not like he does things to annoy me it could literally be him asking me what I want for dinner and I just (laughs) feel like I roll my eyes and just like I don't care whatever you want and just small things like that and I really don't know where it stems from and I don't know how to fix it, but I do realize that it's a me problem 
and I just don't know how to go about fixing it and stop being annoyed with him. So any advice you have will be greatly appreciated. Love you guys. Love you and love the honesty. Welcome to marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Just wake up one day and you're like, hey, why, why are you the way you are? Why do you exist the way you exist? Because it's driving me insane. Stop breathing. Yeah, no, literally. Just, <laughs> the way you blink bothers yeah, me, okay? Why are you holding on to that blink so your long? Your general face <laughs> yes. is a problem for me right now. First of all, I want to say to this member of the family, do not feel like... I don't know if you feel bad about it or guilty or like you're alone. This is yeah. so this everyone feels this way. And I appreciate you being honest and open and willing to talk about it because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people, this is such a common thing in a longtime partnership yeah. and there's like waves of this. And I feel like not a lot of people are like express it. So already like so many steps ahead of this and yeah. appreciate the honesty totally. for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Can I just dive right uh, absolutely. in? Absolutely. Okay. So I would say when I've had situations like this god bless Mm, our marriage when everything you've done (laughs) just just drives you insane yes it has been a time where when i kind of take stock with where i'm at there are definitely things just in my life that i'm generally unhappy about and a lot of times that then gets put on the person that i feel the safest with and i think for a lot of people that can be your partner i know for me it's evan so when i'm generally feeling unhappy or tired or stressed or frustrated um in my own space i will like direct that agitation and irritation towards my partner sometimes because that is a safe place um so i would say that the number one thing that's really important to do is kind of reevaluate where you're at with everything else in general. Um, or I don't know if you have a job, if you're currently feeling like unsatisfied in your job or like that's not something that um, you enjoy or maybe you're not feeling seen at work. Um, I don't know if you're having enough space and time for yourself. I know that you have two children. So maybe there's a space where you're not having enough you time and it's kind of maybe all about the kids all the time and you never have that break. And so you're feeling really depleted and exhausted. I don't know if maybe you're spending too much time with your partner and you haven't had that cup filled with friend time. Um, I think that's a really good place to start is to evaluate um, how you're feeling in all the other areas of your life. And if there's a piece in that that you feel like could be better. Um, And let's just say it's that you haven't had just enough free time. Like maybe you're just going, going, going. You're always taking care of stuff at home with the kids. I don't know, again, with a job, um, with your partner. And you need time for you to take a deep breath and to do what you love doing to refill that cup because you are human, of course. Um, And then maybe having a conversation with your partner and being like, hey, I need to uh, make sure that these two times a week, I have like these few hours to myself to go pursue this hobby or spend time with these friends and to make that a priority. And I would say, at least for myself, when I've done that, I've always then noticed that all of a sudden those things about maybe Evan that are frustrating me that have nothing to do with anything you're doing kind of start to diminish. And I realize that that's how I'm feeling. You know, I agree. I mean, you, I, I mean, First of all, he... I've never bothered you, though, right? Never once. And that's crazy, because <laughs> I can't relate to this question at all. No, I mean, I think I think there's, there's two things that could happen. One is, he could just be doing some stuff that's kind of annoying, 
there's a sure. there's a piece of that right where it's like but she, she was saying she that was she saying knows, i know it's just me but yeah. there could be some things where that's it's like true. she's that's trying true. to just be low maintenance but it's like hey you're kind of bugging me like yeah like 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 here's a good example i know for me like when we were kind of deep into deeper into having ember and kind of like you can kind of get like i don't know complacent and just kind of like well, what are we doing tonight mm-hmm. a little bit you know and you can you, you can lose a little bit of that like Hey, I already got order, you know, food ordered and you kind of like, I don't know, looking out for your partner going, okay, she's killing herself over the kids and working, you know, and nonstop and she has no me yeah, time. And maybe so, I'm not stepping up. So I'm going to come home and when I get home, I'm going to, I'm going to already order dinner. I'm not even going to ask her. I'm going to make sure that my, you know, my area is clean and make sure I did my laundry and whatever, you know, kind of clean up after myself. Cause I know that that can really make it hard when she's at home all day. If she's at home all day that like she's stomping over my dirty socks and you know, that kind of thing. You can get kind of lazy a little mm-hmm. bit. So that's one thing that if, if that is happening, you could talk to him about and just say, Hey, I feel like you're just kind of letting stuff go. Yeah. And I would appreciate if you kind of brought back some of that energy yeah. into like taking care of the situation. If that's not the case, I feel like I kind of had this in January a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of walking by things and just annoyed. Yeah. Like I know you didn't notice it at all. <laughs> No, but like I would just honestly, there was a little bit of like when I'd walk by Jess and just feel annoyed, but not because like of anything she was necessarily doing, but because I was like in the house and I was noticing things that bothered me. And, you know, I don't know, you just you're annoyed at everything. So she's a part of that. You know, mm-hmm. I find that shaking things up a little bit, mm-hmm. like just shake it just like means like something needs to be sh- shook up. Mm-hmm. So I started like hiking. I mean, that's like such a basic L.A. thing. It's so easy. Like, I started hiking, but I just started going on some hikes and I noticed like that little tweak was something something I normally don't do and it allowed me to come back to the house a yeah. little bit more like reframed and I wasn't as annoyed. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be big but it could even if like let's say you can't get away from the kids like you're like hey we can't figure out a nanny or you yeah, can't figure out some no, sort of break that's hard. Or family close okay, by. Okay just yeah. take the kids, kids to a new place go somewhere else meet with a different friend you haven't met in a while like just I think it's like a brain thing. Your brain is getting used to this like every day is the same. Every day is the same. And then you start getting annoyed at everything. It's like shake it up somehow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to be like, I go to Peru, you know, yeah. but like it could be just a slight tweak. Yeah. You no, know? I anyway, 100% that's my agree. Advice. Well, you've got this. So appreciate the honesty. I think this yeah. is something, again, a lot of people just aren't open about and everyone feels this way of at course. some point in a long term partnership. So we appreciate you. Yeah, a couple of those yeah. are a couple ideas and sending you so much love. Should we do one more? Yes. Let's do one more. Hi, mom and dad. My question for you is about how you know if you should have a baby. Um, my I'm 31 years old and my husband is 32. We've been together for over a decade, married for three years. And a lot of our friends have had babies in the past like two years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at that age, I feel like, where people like start having babies. And for a lot of our friends, it seems like the decision is just so easy for them. Like they're just like, yes, of course, we're going to have a baby. Get it done. And for me, like I can't stop thinking about all of the things that we would give up yep. at least yep. at the beginning of having a child. Like our, you know, our freedom to go out with our friends and do our hobbies and like go on vacations with each other and have really good quality time. Um, and like right now it feels like giving all those things up would be really hard, Mm -hmm. but I also like love kids and my husband loves kids and it's hard to imagine our lives in the long run without a child. 
Um, but I feel like taking the plunge, like all I can think about are the losses that I would sure. <laughs> I would sure. see and that our relationship would go through. Um, so I guess that's my question. How do you make that decision? Thank you. Mm-hmm. God, another question that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that yeah. so many people feel that's so important. So thank you for sharing this yeah. and, and opening up this conversation. I heard this funny thing the other day. It was like, it was like, before you have a kid, everyone who has kids is like, my God, what are you doing? What's taking you so long? Jump in the pool. It's nice in here. And then the second they have a kid, they're like, gotcha. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're in. Because <laughs> kind of, there is an element of that. I remember being people would just be like, what's taking you? I know, what's and going then, and on? And then all of a sudden when I had, it, had there's the newborn and I'm like not getting any sleep, they're like, I know, isn't it terrible? Like, isn't it <laughs> and insane? You're like, and you're like, like what? <laughs> Where was that honesty before? <laughs> Listen, I'll just say this. Um, I know there are definitely people out there who have those moments in their life where they're like, we are absolutely ready to have a child. Like it is time. And that definitely happens. I think a lot of people don't necessarily feel that way. I think a lot of people have questions. They're not sure, or they, there's like a surprise pregnancy or whatever it is. So everyone has a different journey with this, but just to this specific family member, I would say, I know when there's people everywhere around you and all your friends are having children that it's hard to not feel like you're on this specific timeline or that you should do something. I guess when there are so many people around you who are like, we're having kids, like it's going to be great, like you should all join us, that pressure does creep in. And I know you were saying that, you know, you and your partner both really love kids, but you're like, yeah, but there's all these things that I'd be missing out on um, in a single life. I think the most important thing is to just do your very best to not let anything on the outside influence you and your partner, okay? Because you're having all these questions that are so valid. And at the end of the day, not having kids might be best for you all. Like there are so many people who are in partnerships who do not have kids who have just as amazing and fruitful and loving lives. It's just some people, it's a different journey for everyone. And I think where then there can be trouble is when you get influenced by people around you of how you should specifically live your life. And every single question that you are feeling right now and concern is beyond valid. And maybe that's going to be you and your partner's journey and you won't have children and you'll have this amazing, fruitful life. And, or in a few years, you'll literally be like, you know what? I'm ready now. Yeah, I'm ready. We feel both connected on this decision and we're ready. But I say, Just allow yourself to continue to have those feelings of those questions, those conversations. I think communication is so good. You and your partner keeping the line open when you're having different feelings. Like I have this concern or all of a sudden like, you know what I'm feeling? Like maybe I might want to like keep that through line open and don't feel pressured or rushed. Just enjoy your time. Maybe you can hang out with some of those friends who have the kids and then you kind of like, you know, Maybe that'll help you make your decision. Be like, no, this isn't for us. Or, you know what? We think we're really ready. But just don't ever feel any outside pressure because your life and your your and your partner's life, that's your journey yeah. um, and should just 100% be your decision. And either decision is correct for you. So, yeah. yeah. Don't listen to anyone except us. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, first of all, don't listen to anyone. If, if, if anyone who has a child says to you what's taking you so long never listen to them (laughs) never listen to them ever again 
because that is an insane thing to say about someone's like the rest of their life that has nothing to affect you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like correct. you're asking, you're asking someone why they aren't doing something that's not going to affect them at all. Like at some point it's like, what are yeah, you doing? No, um, this is human life. Right. Yeah. Okay. I would do two things. I'm more like my brain always go pra goes practical. I would make a list of things that you are important to you that you feel like you might give up mm -hmm. having a kid. If they are, if they are box checkable things, I would go do them like now or this year or whatever. And I would be like, okay, it's like, you want to go to these three countries? You want to do this thing? I'd be like, go do it all. Do it as much as you could possibly pull off. Do it all. Get it out of your system. And if it, then if it's like extra stuff, think about what you can do and see if, could I do it with a kid? Mm -hmm. Also, another thing to think about is that you're absolutely right in thinking this way. You are going to lose a lot. Mm-hmm. With, by having a kid you are going to lose that ability to just get up late on a saturday and go to brunch hungover like that is going to be harder you yeah. know what i mean and there will be life changes that last for forever obviously it's yeah. more intense at the very beginning but yeah. things the, it will change the dynamic and it will bring on an amazing different dynamic but right. it will be different so this is what i'm getting to it will be different yeah, yeah. what i'm getting to is like there's going to be really hard times there's gonna be great times all that but i would look at it like um like you want to buy a house right mm-hmm you're like, let's say you have a chunk of money in the in the in the in the bank. You want to buy a house. Well, that means that you can't spend all that money on traveling, on new shoes, on that car you like. You gotta go. What do you want more? Do you want the house? It's gonna take all that money, and it's gonna take a lot of energy, and you're gonna be like, shoot. But when we buy that house, we're gonna have very little money in the bank. But now we own a house. Think of kids a little bit like that, where it's like you're building this future, but there's sacrifice involved. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of just decide. What's like when you're ready to buy a house. Make sure that like you've checked off some boxes. So I would do the same thing with the kiddo. If you're feeling this tension, write down what it is exactly you're afraid of missing out on. Mm -hmm. See what you can accomplish and then see what you were willing to give up on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, listen, at the end of the day, like, you know, you're talking to Evan and myself and we're obsessed with our kids. <laughs> we love being parents, but I'm not going to lie to you and say that it didn't change like so much of how we live massively, our life massively it totally did and so for someone stepping into this and you are processing you are actively making the choice whether you're choosing yes or no it's just so important to be aware of like yes it definitely will change your current life situation and it will change it in new amazing ways but also will make things tough um and that's just the truth of the matter yeah. so Again, we're just reiterating what's most important is doing exactly what you and your partner want mm -hmm. and not being influenced by anyone else around you. Yes, there are like tough pros and cons when you're processing yeah. everything, but ultimately it's your call. Yes. So sending you both so much love. I know mm -hmm. that that is that's a lot to process, yeah. but I think the fact that you guys are both being so communicative about it already that you're already yeah. thinking these thoughts. So I know for a fact whatever decision you all make is going to be the right decision for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a 1000%. Well, oh, those were two good questions. They were really good. Holy yeah. smokes. Well, we love you, family, we love you so guys. much. Um we cannot wait to see you all next week. Yeah, have an amazing weekend. Yes. Live your Weekend life. Weekend, yes. Kisses, and hugs, the whole thing. Blah, we'll see blah, you next blah. week. We love you. Bye. Bye.